0: Red Savage conquers Super Mario 3, The Simpsons debuts, and it's time to talk about the greatest movie of all time, according to money, this week on
1: 302010. 302010, 302010, three decades every show, sometimes associative videos. 302010, 302010, the presses are awaiting If we're going to the 80s and the 90s. In 30,
0: 20, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 302010, the internet's leading pop culture time machine each week, taking you back across three decades of a single week of releases, movies, news, TV, video games, music, and more. This week, we'll be talking about December 13th through the 19th, all the pop culture minutiae that came out uh, in that period. Uh, hi, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista. Who else is with me?
2: I'm Diana Goodman, and who the hell are you? <laughs> it's me,
0: Sarah. <laughs> I understand that. I love when I understand a reference. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this week is absolutely insane. Uh, oh, boy. I would have thought the summer would have had this many insane milestones, mm-hmm. but like, there's a lot of things that live in my heart forever that occur <laughs> this week, and none of them are Peter Pan. That was its tagline. Yeah, I, I'm very excited to talk about this. Once again, we're supported by Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And if we don't go in-depth on the video games, we're going to do that over there in addition to a weekly bonus show. And I think I have to try my best to bring back the Monday Night Movie for one of the entries here. Because mm. I have not revisited it since uh, the year it came out. And I own it on multiple Blu-rays. I, yeah. Uh, I, Why? I no longer have this problem. But it's it's, in, it's indicative of something that happened in the 09s. Okay. Uh Everybody, are you ready for this episode? It's going to be weird.
1: Y'all ready
3: for this? It's going to be
0: weird. So every week we talk about three decades, uh, 1989, 1999, and 2009. We only have two more weeks for the nines. I
3: know. Uh And then you can start saying the wrong year. We're in the 80s. Uh,
0: Yeah, (laughs) in in the wrong order. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You, you want to do the introductions? I'm down. Sure. I'm done. No! <laughs> I have no other purpose. <laughs> you watch too many of the movies. Um, but yeah, like it's a great way to figure out where you were, what you were doing, and, and how things you thought that were disparate, weird, and occurred at different moments in your life may have overlapped more than you think. Mm-hmm. And odds are it'll come up against a breakup, a graduation, uh, or a wedding, or a divorce. Uh, but <laughs> let's get into it, starting as we always do with 1989, December 13th to the 19th. That is the week we're talking about. And a little bit of news, people's sexiest man alive. Oh. <laughs> as Shut a little up. bit of a tease, it's Sean Connery. Right. Um, I think probably the last bald guy to get the award. Hmm. <laughs>
3: Perhaps, yes. He might
0: 80. have been wearing a rug. But he wasn't lying about hitting women. Sometimes, according to Sean, they deserved it. I bl- yep. Wasn't this the year he said that?
2: Uh, I am going to say it was a year or two earlier. I, I think it was with yeah. his,
0: his uh, Bond remake. What was that called? Never never, never Shay never, never. About hitting oh, a woman.
2: Like, that was like early 80s. Yeah, this is a weird choice because it's like, what does he have coming out? mm mm-hmm. Keeps him in the zeitgeist. He has a movie coming out this week that no one saw because it's bad.
0: <laughs> okay, I hadn't seen this movie. I thought it might have been one of the good ones. No. No. Uh, all right, all no. right. We got to trust Diana on this. And also out this also out this week is Chile's <laughs> first election in sixteen years. So
2: yeah, Yay. finally, Pinochet is gone. Yay!
0: Yes, congratulations, Santiago. I believe is the capital of Chile according to a report I wrote. 14. Oh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yep. I, I did it. Uh, I printed out a label on a chili can to present the... Stop. I did. That was my presentation. Oh. What? The nutrition facts included facts about chilies. Okay. That's
1: actually kind
0: of cute. Okay. Okay. I got an A. Um, and it only had to type like 16 words. It was awesome. Yeah. Cleverness. It'll yeah. Get, you, get you really yeah. far. Right. Uh, yes. You can be a lower income podcaster. Patreon.com <laughs> <laughs> slash laser sign Please help me get healthcare. care. Um, anyway, movies of 1989, December 13th through the 19th, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation uh, moves up to number one at the box office. Long tail on that, I guess not mm-hmm. that long. Two more weeks, it yeah. probably won't be able to achieve that. Um, as well as Enemies, a love story starring Ron Silver and Angelica Houston. Ooh, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yep.
2: and Lena Olin. Um, this is it's an interesting movie. It's directed by Paul Mazursky from an Isaac Bashevis Singer story. And it's it's like they kind of pitch it as a comedy, but it really, really isn't. Ron mm. Silver is this guy who was hidden during the Holocaust uh, and they moved to New York and he marries the woman who hid him, even though he doesn't really like her that much.
0: It's kind Meanwhile, of well, he's it's a big favor.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, he owes her mm. and she wanted to marry him. So he goes for it. And then he is having an affair with Lena Olin. And then it turns out, oh, his wife, Angelica Houston, he thought was dead in the holocaust is alive oh so he's got three sounds hilarious nineties, Ooh, <laughs> but it's really not it's a drama and yeah this is this... i mean there's a little bit of comedy in there of like him frantically running around but th- the whole point is like he's a character who can never make a decision mm. so he's just dragged every which way by these women and never like just just make up your fucking mind you're t- you're just torturing all of them
0: doesn't sound like a lot of reasons for me to Redig into Ron Silver and like uh, like what he's got going on. Hollywood's few yeah. proud Republicans. <laughs> Rest in
2: peace. R.I.P. Yeah. Ron
0: Silver. Uh, I'll yeah. always love it you, was... Heat Vision and Jack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean, it was it's an interesting movie. That's and and it's like you know based on a story that Isaac of a singer is a writer, I really like, and it kind of captures the time and place very well of these people just all dealing with their own PTSD in their own different ways. Wow. but it's. It's two hours, and it felt a lot longer. Oof. Mm, that's yeah. never a good <laughs> endorsement.
0: It is not. No. It is not. And I, I do love this time, because we're getting people who are still making movies today, but also we have a Paul Newman headline movie, and mm-hmm. Paul Newman's one of my favorite movie stars of all time. In Blaze, alongside Lolita Davidovich, I said that on one try. Pictures when the Honorable Governor of Louisiana met the Queen of Bourbon Street. Their love affair set the nation on fire. Do you like to make love with your boots
1: on?
0: You better traction that way. And then you keep them on. Paul Newman, Blaze, rated R, starts tomorrow in select cities and Friday national. Wow, I think I rem- I only remember this movie because my parents rented it in like. Oh, I could watch a rated R movie. And mm. it was this. <laughs> and like that, well, this wasn't any of the forbidden fruit that I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I didn't get it it's at got, all.
3: It's got some stripping. Yeah. Well, that's fun.
0: That's what I remember yeah. about it. It was marketed as the stripping movie.
3: We're really in a heyday right now in eighty nine of humongous movie stars making movies I've never heard of. And most of us <laughs> have not heard of.
0: Yeah, I, I remember the next one just because like the poster was everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, and I could be thinking of that Warren Beatty movie but uh, We're No Angels with Robert De Niro and Sean Penn
3: We're No
2: Angels sounds. I should say Blaze is actually a lot of fun yeah oh it's written and directed by Ron Shelton who just had a big hit with Bull Durham Mm. and it is heavily sanitized cleaned up version of the story of Earl Long and uh, his burlesque stripper girlfriend and it's you know, it's also, like, two hours, and this one flew by compared to Enemies, a love story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Paul Newman is hilarious. It looks really pretty. Lolita Davidovich is just great. Like, she starts out, like, all wide-eyed, pigtailed, sort of, I'm going to be a singer. And then evil Robert Wall shows up and it's like, how about you take your clothes off while you're singing? And <laughs> she just is being conned and conned, and eventually it ends up, like, embodying the power of her sexuality and uses it to get the governor and it has some of the one of the best pieces of advice i have ever heard which is if someone says trust me run right oh that is good never trust someone who says trust me
0: like when the president says believe me i think they said statistically you can't believe anything he says after those two words Hmm. it is always going to be a lot
2: never trust someone who says trust me and this was really fun
0: a quick shout-out to Paul, Paul Newman's Latter-day – he, he was m- much funnier, like, as yeah. an old guy. Mm. Um, and, and, and just because I, ev- I think every Christmas my dad and I watch Nobody's Fool, which is a oh, really good Paul so New good. like, Latter-day Paul Newman movie. Hope you like oboe scores. but
2: uh, <laughs> As a character, like, if, if you think of his character from uh, Hudsucker Proxy, but horny, that's what he's doing
0: here. <laughs> All right. And We're No Angels starring Robert Deere and Sean Penn. There, I can finally get it out and play the trailer. Criminals? This people? Yeah. Right, priests. Absolute. You have I kind of want to see this. I do too. I want to see a comedy starring the two most unfunny people in history. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> Sean Penn and Robert De Niro.
3: Plus Demi Moore.
0: Plus Demi Moore. Under uh, the credits. But yeah, yeah I have not this seen this. Uh,
2: this is, I think, the one that I didn't get to, and I kind of wanted to, because it is a remake. Um, and it is, yeah, Robert De Niro and Sean Penn, directed by Neil Jordan, who did The Crying Game and Interview with the Vampire. What the fuck? None of these okay. people are comedy people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, criminals going undercover as priests, but it's not none on the run. Oh, whatever.
0: Yeah, but, but, but De Niro can do... Comedy in the form of Midnight Run, one of the funniest movies ever.
2: Mm-hmm. And Sean yeah. Penn
0: looks so fucking derpy and dumb
2: <laughs> in this. It looks, it looks like
0: it could be a real hoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put that on the, put that on the box.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've not seen uh, this.
2: No, the reviews were very mixed, and it bombed at the box office. Robert, Roger Ebert pretty much liked it though, just because like there's, he pretty much focused in on they're like so squishy and goofy looking. Both of their faces are <laughs> just like when they're not scaring you. They're hilarious because oh. look at them. They're so
0: squishy. Yeah, I was looking at clips from this and like it 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 helped me understand the Irishman a little more. Cause I think Martin Scorsese was joking that like, you know, we did all this de aging facial technology on these men, mm-hmm. but you can't you can't hide 70. That's difficult. But then I'm looking at Robert De Niro run, and like he's got to be like 40, and he's still running like an 80-year-old man. Yeah, he's got an
3: old man run.
0: There's a a scene in The Irishman where he's like playing 30 and then throws something. I'm like, ooh, that was 80. That was fucking 80 right there. I know. All old guys know how to throw, and that was an 80-year-old throw. (laughs) Um, And speaking of Connery, he joins Dustin Hoffman and Matthew Broderick for a movie Diana hates called Family Beeswax a father
1: with high hopes see i was raised to be a thief who wanted a grandfather with risky plans who the hell put it in your head that being safe is what life is all about
2: the son caught in the middle i'm doing it if they catch you adam they lock you up you're doing what you
0: always do you're treating them like a kid sean connery dustin hoffman Matthew broderick family business starts friday at a theater <laughs> yes uh, i have not seen this
2: no Wow, was I so disappointed by this. Oh, This is directed by Sidney Lumet, one of my favorite filmmakers. And it's got uh, just a great premise and an amazing cast. That, you know, Sean Connery is right. a career criminal. His son Dustin Hoffman was a criminal, has gone straight. And now grandson Matthew Broderick wants to get in on the game. Oh my God, yes. And they spend half of this movie just trying to explain how these three people are related. <laughs> I feel like it's because a pretty does Dustin Hoffman does Dustin Hoffman look like a guy named no, Vito? No, who Sean Connery is his father.
0: No, none of these people look related. But it is—it's a great way to shoehorn like two, like three of the biggest movie stars of the '60s, '70s, and yeah. '80s in the same film.
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially and they did it a different them, way. None of them get anything to do. They spend all this time. With, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't mm. want to do it. Let's go to a random guy's funeral. Okay, I still don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then finally, they have a tiny, tiny heist, which involves taking a duffel bag full of, like, sledgehammers into a place that they already have keys for. So what is a <laughs> shitty heist? Mm. And then, uh. then, one, then one of them gets busted, and it's like, oh, should the other ones turn themselves in to try to help the other one? And then somebody dies really unexpectedly and pointlessly. And is supposed to like tug our heartstrings and it sucked. Huh. <laughs> oh, I'm so disappointed. Why was this made?
0: Uh, I, I, yeah, I can only think of the director wanting three actors and not taking a third pass on it. Mm.
2: Yeah, uh, the script, and it's, like, adapted from a book, so it's like, oh, someone read this book and was like, yes, this is disjointed, I love it!
0: I, 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 but all these people are why? good at dialogue, and I can understand wanting yeah. to see them sit around and banter, but, like, uh i don't know i don't think a movie gives is a good format to meander like that
2: and, no you, you just if you're gonna do a heist movie fine you're do a yeah, family drama a fine movie. and you can combine those two fine but it is all just slow boring bickering restating things that we already know uh there is one highlight where dustin hoffman beats up louise guzman for no reason
0: oh i bet he was really nice. i mean about that's it.
2: something i never thought i'd see <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, this sucked. Justifiably forgotten. Fuck family business.
0: Uh, well, a movie not justify, <laughs> uh, not forgotten, but not for the right reasons. No,
2: but, no. Let's talk about a good bad movie.
0: But uh, oh, yeah, this is a, an amazing bad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and for ways I'll describe in a second. But more, more, more than that, like this is why I like thirty twenty ten because like this was the week where I think as a nine year old I was so excited to be alive. Because it felt like it was validating everything I liked. And one was this movie in theaters and something coming to television. But it was a movie validating this weird little thing called Nintendo. Which was being talked about somewhere in the middle of like, you know, like the pencil break craze and vaping. Like it was something parents were afraid of. uh, But like all the kids were into. And it really like, uh, the, the new episode of Laser Time shows you how much this, the Nintendo entertainment system like kind of ruled my world and shaped my brain. We're talking about pop culture according to NES on late time in a new episode. Um, but but again, my theory here is having we have a commentary for this movie on patreon.com slash laser time or you can get it on Bandcamp. But uh, it's fascinating to watch because it's pretty beautifully done. The filmmakers claim they were not paid by Nintendo and I believe them. I, well, I believe Blah. them. I believe them because they have... I believe they got Nintendo's cooperation but there's a lot of non... There's all Nintendo games, but they're also like serious conversations about Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. T- Christian Slater will say it by name to Bo Bridges, uh, and, and a bunch <laughs> of third-party games that in double, double Dragon gets talked about a lot. And they go to arcades, so I think it's about video game culture taking over. They're adamant that they weren't, they didn't take any money from this. And my opinion, after watching this, is that this was a different movie that a very clever screenwriter shoehorned video games in. because hmm. Because there, mm-hmm. there's a story here about a kid who's catatonic, uh, whose mother is dead, and the children taking him away from his foster home and running away. That's like a classic Disney st- It yeah. doesn't so much happen anymore, but that's like a classic Disney story. Sure. And, uh, and about how the older brother and the dad following him across the country. And then you add in this layer of this kid is great at video games. You get me in the theater. Otherwise, I never would have been here at all. And, of course, Rylo Kylie, Jenny uh, <laughs> no. um And a uh, pedophile that promoted the Power Glove. But I, I don't think Nintendo paid them. I just think they got full cooperation of Nintendo. And if you like Nintendo, it took until Adam Sandler's uh, Pixels. Nintendo wouldn't cooperate with anyone after the Super mm. Mario Brothers movie. They wouldn't allow any of their shit to be in the film. They wouldn't they would never license anything to anyone because mm. of I think their bad experience with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and the Mario movie. But this Mario is on the poster, right above Fred Savage holding a skateboard, wearing everything I was wearing in 1989. <laughs> um, and with a and I remember to to further illustrate what a great time it was for me, there was a new song on the radio I thought was the best song I'd ever heard. Send Me an Angel. Ooh. And then it's just in the new movie I want to see. <laughs> and I, I can't say enough crazy things about this movie. Let's see what the TV spot says. You got 50000 on Double Dragon? Greg Savage has a plan. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championships. It's going to take a lot of talent. Mario theme. Here we try. A little romance. I am not kissing a boy. And the wizard.
1: Video geta.
0: Fred Savage in *The Wizard*, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Starts Friday, December fifteenth at theaters everywhere. Yeah, Todd Holland joint. This was the movie's not great, but it's really well done. And I don't know, like I love.
2: We haven't said the name of the movie. *The Wizard*. *The Wizard*. Thank you. Wait, what makes it not great but very well done?
0: Um, that it's it's just beautiful to look at.
2: Uh huh. Um, yeah, for something that is this bad. it's it's competently made like the acting's all pretty good and the shots look nice and it's not edited like an idiot and it's it's competently made as a studio film but i have to remind you this movie is all about in the end you go to the big video game competition it's oh my god it's super mario 3 Mm -hmm. which was not out in the u.s it was
0: not out at all so Mm -hmm. the moment two we all lived in, the, without the internet, lived in a land of rumors of how many Marios they were on in Japan and which one, because whatever. We talked about it with Mario 2, and this was the biggest confirmation we ever had that Mario 3 existed and was coming. Mm. And it was yep. in, in the trailers much. for this movie, and in the movie, <laughs> they show you a trick! That you, that like, it's a game changer. It's a total, and like you would never figure out to duck for three seconds on a white block. No one would figure that out. Seriously, think about what I just said. Right. To duck for three seconds on a white block. Um, And it's in the fucking movie, and Jimmy, the wizard, knows exactly how to do it for no reason. I'm just going to try every move I can on everything in the game, and uh, that's how he wins. a game
2: I've never seen before.
0: Uh, It just, but but like, Mario Fever was, had taken a hold of like, most of the young people in mm-hmm. the country I don't even want to say young men because like Mario was pretty like all over the board and this was mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't think of anything else like this that was this the movie is the movie but it's also unveiling a new product the whole world wants to see and is desperate yeah and uh, and, and apparently no money exchange hands I'm not kidding. And 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 in in these sequences, uh. they 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 end up in uh, California at Universal Studios, running around Universal Studios. I have a half-written script about a heist in Disney World that I don't think they'd ever let anyone shoot. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to watch them run around underneath King Kong. And, yeah. And, uh, it, I could watch this movie over and over again
3: but I guess so I it should be no surprise to anyone that I did not see this movie mm-hmm. and it's just not for me because I'm not a video game person and I never grew up playing video games You're like Rilo Kylie I do like Rilo Kylie she
0: makes a ton of rape jokes a lot of rape jokes in this movie
3: well <laughs> my two
2: well, favorite things weird, together again yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, underage rape jokes.
2: But I guess well, I that's like her way to get out. I mean, it's not really a joke. It's more like right. it's her strategy of getting out of things.
0: Getting out of trouble. Just
2: <laughs> to yell, That guy touched me.
0: <laughs> he touched no he touched my breasts. <laughs> it's not a bad strategy. It's pretty good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. Okay, two questions. And
0: that ball sluggo motherfucker gets the shit kicked out of my truckers over and over again. It's great.
3: First of all, how does the giant tournament in the end play into this whole cross country adventure situation?
0: Uh, that they need money.
3: Oh, in, okay.
0: In order to, uh, I, for- I, I forget. I to totally, save the rec center. I totally forget. No, it's not to save the rec center. <laughs> it's to save Jimmy. Because Jimmy is the wizard, not mm-hmm. Fred Savage. And he's the little, uh, mute brother mm-hmm. who's been traumatized by something. We found out, we find out at the end of the film he, uh, almost drowned in an accident that took his twin sister. Seriously, I feel Yikes. like there's another movie that was written here, and someone's yeah. like, I need something, right. and it's got to be Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's yeah, all, there's... You, you
2: want to know what that other movie is? What? Because I never put this together, and I feel stupid now. My husband Michael put together that Rain Man. this is Rain Man for kids. Yep. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yep, it's Rain Man for kids. It's, it's very, very strange. Mm-hmm. And um, every time, I only watch it like once every five years, but I find it, beautiful and baffling
3: okay and and, and the
0: the, the, the thing that's like so dumb (laughs) well Well,
3: wait uh, i don't understand what's so bad about it besides it maybe being a commercial the funny
0: well because that's what makes it so funny and that makes it feel like a commercial Uh is that everywhere these kids go in the country whether they're talking to truck drivers or 100 six-figure lawyers Uh all they can talk about is nintendo
3: like the adults too. <laughs> yes. Okay. And okay. They,
0: they they swindle adults out of money at arcades playing Nintendo at arcades which isn't really a thing I'm aware of play choice don't at me. Uh but like they they're swindling people right. in in arcade halls with Nintendo and that's the that's the Nintendo version of Double Dragon that shouldn't be there. Uh so video game nerds have obsessed over it because it seems like a crass commercial kind of thing but mm-hmm. it watching it now and and the directors are like why would they deny getting money from Nintendo now right like uh it, it just no they got permission to use everything they wanted and it treats nintendo like it's the biggest thing in the world and if you were a, a my age and me in 1989 it was so it's so, like a
3: movie written by a little
2: kid it's
0: a movie validating <laughs> little kids yeah and i think that's yes,
2: it is it's like a you know, a movie is written by a 10 year old gotcha well I,
0: I think there's there's a Again, there's a there's a really serious like fucking Jodie Foster movie underneath the Nintendo layer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, sorry for my sense. Little Man Tate reference.
3: That makes sense because I think especially during this time with kids' entertainment, like you said, there's a lot of orphan talk. There's yeah. a lot of and so. I know. Growing up, I thought a lot about what would happen if I became an orphan and I had to, like, you know, fend for myself or whatever. So it kind of dovetails perfectly together. honestly. Yeah, it's really
0: like, weird because like both kids Bridges, think about
3: that stuff a lot. Well, Bridges is up. the
0: dad, and it's just like, yeah, I can see taking away that guy's kids like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throughout the whole movie. But it's just, yeah, it's a lot of like specific product Mm call-outs but i think that's in terms of accuracy because nintendo doesn't want to promote ninja turtles it wants to promote mario but you they all get they're all given the same heft Mm -hmm. and like and it was the popular games on the nintendo um and nintendo doesn't really have any vested interest in talking up third-party games they want to talk about their own shit um and, and it's beautiful it's it's beautiful especially for someone who can't shake the nostalgia of the NES. Mm-hmm. you had this movie as proof like this was huge uh and and they right. unveil yeah, a new product you are looking
2: at a, you were looking at a commercial and saying see look everyone's talking about this it's a commercial I, this is Mac and me with better production value I
0: don't know that it's a commercial I re, other than the power glove segment <laughs> which is the which is the most commercial <laughs> thing I've ever seen. that thing oh, sucked and uh you can you can <laughs> see a, so bad. You can see a little baby Toby Maguire in that scene with no with as 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 like the woing character to Lucas's butch, but how he rules the Nintendo scene with the power glove, which isn't <laughs> Oh no, it is out. Uh I think it's out already, but like I don't this is so much fun. There's a great Blu-ray available from Shout Factory. Get it before it's out of print. Uh, I think this movie it holds it holds up to viewings now amazingly okay I, I again like diana says i can't call it a great movie but it no, uh i
2: can't call it a good movie it's it's but so it is entertaining. a fun bad movie
0: so entertaining the wizard uh everything is coming up roses for little chris this week no it, kidding it's a fucking astounding Not so much with Julie and Carol together again.
3: Oh, man. I would love Ah. to watch this. I
0: didn't know who they were, and I didn't know they were together before.
3: Yes, the two other times previously. What? Julie Andrews and Carol Burnett would often, well, this is the third time that they would pair up and do a stage show musical where Mm. it's just the two of them talking and singing
0: laughing at each other's jokes
3: yep Mm -hmm. it's pretty i love it two old broads that i enjoy
0: quite a bit i've watched the netflix martin short steve martin thing like 10 times so like uh i
3: want them to do wait is carol burnett still alive yeah okay good i want them to do their fourth one like next year do it soon i would love it she
0: seems kind of spry i saw an interview recently julie
3: andrew's still kicking
0: yeah it, who, yeah. who like, decided to not appear in the new Mary Poppins movie, mm-hmm. not because she, like, hates it, just because, like, why overshadow I, yeah. everybody else? Like, yeah. that's going to ruin everything. She's
3: a classy broad. And
0: Angela mm-hmm. Lansbury gets her cameo. Mm-hmm. Also, this week in LA Law episodes, <laughs> including great ti- the greatest titles of television history. True. <gasps> Placenta Claus is coming to town. Placenta Claus is coming to
3: Placenta town. Is coming to town. And, you know, I made a conscious decision... <laughs> to not research what this was about. I feel like it's better if it just lives on in our imagination as yep. what could this have possibly yeah. been about? Uh, and mm-hmm. also, what probably... Funda- I'm going to guess tobacco. I'm going to say there was probably some male writer's fundamental <laughs> misunderstanding of female anatomy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got to save this placenta. Does it not have a right to live?
3: I'm just going to guess someone is confused as to what the placenta is and does.
2: I think they just love puns so much. I mean, I don't disagree. I, I,
0: yeah, judging how the L.A. episode titles that we've seen so far, this episode could have just had a woman in it during Christmas. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's where it came from. Yeah, could have been. Holy Lord. We'll
3: never know. It's lost to time.
0: <laughs> oh, another thing i'm super excited to talk about oh, saturday night live you? whoa hmm? oh yeah saturday night live with andy mcdowell and tracy chapman musical guests who cares about them uh there's a a sketch in here that diana i don't know is a non chanukah celebrator
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: did this originate with snl
2: no no this okay. is a reflection well the character originates but his shtick is very beloved to all hanukkah s- celebrators.
0: It's, it's one of the longest sketches in SNL history. It's Very almost long. 10 minutes. And I love it because Phil Hartman plays <laughs> Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, John Lovitz with a prosthetic nose I... <laughs> that I don't think would fly uh, nowadays. Yeah. John Lovitz is plenty Semitic, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, plays Hanukkah Harry. Whew. in the day-
2: Finally, in- Hanukkah gets a Santa Claus equivalent.
0: But I only mention that because if I was in Bed Bath & Beyond just a few days ago, there are Hanukkah Harry dolls. Really? Yes. Yes. <gasps> Yay! And I don't remember like Christmas is red and green. I get it. Mm. SNL established blue as the Hanukkah color.
3: Blue and
2: white—that's no, been and established. Yeah. Blue and white and silver have been established for quite a long time. That's been around okay. for a while. Don't, so don't I, give so them credit. I'm not. For
0: that. I'm, I'm not <laughs> trying, D- Diana. I'm just cross-checking. But there's a doll in Bed, Bath, and Beyond called Hanukkah Harry that looks like this character. I've seen it for I, years. Are and, you
2: sure it's not bench with a bench? I
0: don't. <laughs> is that is is. That, is that the elf on the shelf? The the yes. oh my god yeah. no I <laughs> no I did not see that. By the way, as also a fan of Christmas specials, uh, I would say thirty five percent of them involve Santa getting sick. And
3: <laughs> that's true. He is very sickly.
0: He gets. Unbelievable how many colds he gets from living in the North Pole. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, this that's exactly what happens here. Santa gets sick, and someone needs to take over for him. I don't know a lot about comedy, yeah. but I know, <laughs> fuck you, but I know <laughs> the name Shlomo is an instant hilar. It's an instant <laughs> laugh.
3: It's a crowd pleaser,
0: and that's what Hanukkah Harry rides on three reindeer with very very Jewish names. <gasps>
1: They're on not
0: Moishe, right here, he's got Hersch-
1: donkeys, I think. Oh, they're donkeys? <laughs> on Moishe, on Herschel, on slow mo. says Hanukkah Harry, eight nights a year. On Moishe, on Herschel, on Shlomo, means that Hanukkah Harry is here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I yeah, I didn't even know the sketch was done again at some point, but uh this...
2: Oh, yeah, he saves Easter. <laughs> <laughs> That's.
0: But I love Mike Myers in particular. His hair is fabulous, and he is Ooh. very, very young. And he, they, they get to meet Hanukkah Harry on Christmas, and it, this always cracks me up.
1: I'm not Santa Claus. I'm Hanukkah Harry.
2: Hanukkah Harry? Yes.
1: Well, Santa had a stomach virus, so I'm filling in, bringing toys to all the Gentile boys and girls. Goodie. Not Christine. Santa told me you've been very good. So I'm being especially nice to you. Thank you, Monica Socks? Eight pair! Can you believe it? (laughs) And Scott, for you, some slacks. Uh, They're a little big, but you'll grow into them.
2: Gee, Monica Harry, thanks and everything, but normally Santa gives us toys and
0: fun things. Fun? Ha, if I got fun, Christine, for you, a dreidel. I really love John <laughs> Lovett's performance here. And and I don't know that this is a fair Jewish stereotype because, ah, these are half my gifts. Yeah. As, oh. as always. That's, like, I'm wearing yeah. the socks I got last Christmas as we speak.
2: Me too. I'm and, thrilled to get and that. that. That ends up being the lesson that Hanukkah Harry imparts: is that uh you know we're all kind of the same. We all get disappointed by most of our presents.
0: Yeah, mom is not good at buying presents. You don't ask for directly. It's true, and then yep. gets and really sad. It, you don't like them. <laughs>
2: uh, it rings so true for Hanukkah though, because Hanukkah is eight nights, and you get like a little present every night. And you like the last one is like the bike. You know, that's the good one. Yeah, and so all the way to there, you get. Socks and school supplies that's, yeah. that's the nice pressure. slacks that you'll grow into. The pressure this I've heard about, like about, about
0: Chanaka is that like every night means like well, we can't continue the same either you have one theme for eight nights, like you get a Nintendo in eight games, or you have to do give hmm. my Jewish friends like you just gotta get something different every night to underscore how special every night is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why you end up with socks. Whereas like if I get socks on Christmas, I'm four minutes away from opening up a better game. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then appreciating yep. the socks later on rather than sitting and stewing in it for twenty four hours. And <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Just but saying, I
2: mean eight pair. That's eight can you pair. believe it? Can you believe?
0: <laughs> just saying our holiday's better. Um and
2: <laughs> uh, it sounds
3: great wrong. to me. I, I no, love yeah. the like spread out nature of like eight nights. Yeah. Come
2: on. Yeah. For me, like Christmas, one toy, and then you're going to play with that one toy for a while. Yeah,
0: and remember, you know, this holiday only exists to keep us alive during the equinox when it was too cold to survive. (laughs) Like, put put as many bodies around a fire as you can because you might die. Taught me that. Yeah, but also,
3: well, Hanukkah exists because of the macabre.
0: The what?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Huh? Oh my god! The guy who created the antivirus. Hold on!
3: Hold on! Hold on! Diana, let me. Let
0: <laughs> Sarah, let the Gentile tell you. The about Catholic. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. No. It's the Mac... Um, actually, am I right? Isn't It's the Maccabees, and they yep. only had a little bit of oil, and the- it was a miracle that the oil lasted eight nights. Right? Yep. That's the a CliffsNotes f- yeah, version. But, I mean, the
2: foundation of it is the same as every single Jewish holiday, which is someone tried to murder us all, but we won. <laughs> That's badass. <laughs>
3: that is super badass, actually. But
2: we
0: didn't Every die. I can't line. stop doing
1: yonovitz.
2: Yep, they tried it. They tried it again, but they didn't get us.
3: <sighs> now
2: I have latkes, <laughs> which are delicious, yeah. by the way. You know what but is yeah.
3: not delicious? Goose.
0: Mm. <laughs> you know what's too delicious? Hmm. Manischewitz. Like
3: it's yeah too yeah. much sugar.
0: Like yeah. it's yeah. difficult to drink. Diana held us. Did a seder for us on one of our oh. early podcasts. Yeah, got to do yep. everything else I liked except With for the, the bitter
3: herb. And the seat for Elijah. I
0: don't, I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. Is this a wrestling I thing? I know
3: so many things <laughs> about Jewish culture.
0: Um, holy shit. But getting back to Christmas is one of so the... You know
2: what? Other mm. other foods I don't really care for, though? fish Chestnuts. Oh. Right? Gross.
0: Uh yams. Roasting on an
2: open fire or otherwise.
0: Don't like yams.
3: Oh, well, I like a yam. No, what? Fuck a
0: yam. Fuck a yam and a sweet potato. All of them.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. no. I'm um, into that. Mm-mm. And I'll drink some eggnog.
0: And you know what's weird? I have nowhere else to bitch about this. Spe- uh, my War on Speak Christmas annual seg- segment. Speak your truth. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm actually for this. Peppermint candy canes are going extinct and I could be happier. What? Yes.
3: Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. take your Skittles There's, flavored yeah. candy cane and shove them I up your ass. I got Jolly
0: Rancher flavored. They're Gross. more colorful. They taste better. Boo.
3: I will only no. accept... Peppermint and cherry if you're feeling If it wild. weren't for
0: women, we'd have no more mint anymore anyway. Let's get rid of it. It's just a breath thing. It's true. It's, women
3: <laughs> love mint. You love
0: mint, and I don't know mm. why. It's the most boring flavor of dessert.
3: Well, I have to say, <laughs> I'm always a fan when Trader Joe's switches over from pumpkin, bluh into mint land, and then I would, all, I always like to say, Minter is coming. <laughs> because <laughs> I am the best. All right. I think in a
0: couple of days we can put together a perfect image macro for that. Okay. Google Sean Bean. Me just
3: like my head on Sean Bond but holding so a candy cane.
0: I thought it was scene bean.
3: <laughs> or seen bean. Scene bean. <laughs> <laughs> However you like.
0: Uh, the, I think one of the biggest cultural moments ever, and I did a yes. whole podcast about this uh, on, on the 17th of December. So absolutely important. Uh, I, I don't really know... H- how to how to emphasize this even more? But I'll give you a little clip. How about that?
1: Isn't Bart sweet, Homer? He sings like an angel. Oh, jingle bells! Batman smells. Robin lays
2: The Batmobile broke wheel. The Joker got a ah!
0: That was how they promoted this special Christmas special. Yep. <laughs> on on fa-
2: special hey remember those interstitials on the tracy ullman show you're watching
0: mm-hmm. i
2: did i was watching this day one so i really, do know- i was day zero because i watched tracy ullman but i remember very clearly <laughs> sitting down in the living room watching this and when bart says i'm bart simpson who the hey, hell are, are you? you my mom my mom was right behind and went oh <gasps>
0: <laughs> so I, I i like i maybe you've heard me talk about this before i had the opposite effect like my dad was cracking up in a way that he never did to Full House or mm-hmm. Family Matters or all the other stuff we were watching. So I, I, had, I was taping this because the Fox network was new. And had all this weird kid stuff that I really liked. So I saw the promotion for this. Like, I want to make sure I tape this. If you haven't heard me say I missed the Dagwood and Hagar special, uh, I, mm. I, I was taping this. Ne- I had never seen the Tracy show. Mm. I don't think. Mm. And, uh, and, and this was new to me. And it was with Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. And I can't really emphasize how subversive that was for network entertainment.
3: Is that where it came? <laughs> that's where this came from. No. Like, I don't Jingle
0: know Bells, Bells, that that's, that's where it smells? came from. Okay.
2: I, I heard it before this. I had, okay.
0: not, I had not heard it before this, okay. but I have enjoyed uh-huh. it a lot. And uh, somewhere, I think in the Bizarro comic, Patton Oswalt adapted the song into a Batman comic where you just get to watch it happen to Batman and, and the Joker Gritty. getting away. <laughs> it's really great. It all happens inside the Batcave. This was something cartoons didn't do. And, and like The Simpsons, I can't think of anything that was this meteoric. Maybe South Park, but it was just hmm instant like everybody got it Mm -hmm. everybody loved it and it changed television forever there Mm -hmm. is before simpsons and after the Simpsons. even if in in regards to things that are not animated it changed the way comedy went and just taking the laugh track out of the sitcom Mm -hmm. the simpsons is three times as funny as a sitcom because it has more jokes and it has the animation visual layer to it but this was so subversive uh Mm -hmm. in, in a way that we're seeing our movies do, but you have to pay to go see Clark Griswold curse. You didn't have to pay to see The Simpsons curse at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I don't know. Like I, I'm i am at a loss for clips, but again, we have a Talking Simpsons episode all about it. It might still be on the Patreon. I don't know. Uh, this always makes me giggle. The introduction of Ned Flanders and worse, Rod or Todd Flanders is such a dick. The whole episode, <laughs> uh, as many Christmas episodes at this... Th- I don't know what a Christmas bonus is. I got $20 for one major company I worked for and some Ooh. mugs. And, and I won a digital camera at the Christmas party. I've never had like a Christmas bonus that made or broke my my Christmas affairs. Homer did. I love this. This is right after Homer, like, uh, he didn't get his Christmas bonus. But like, uh, how do I shop on a budget? Oh, a dog toy. But Maggie's a baby. Eh, she'll never know the difference. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, Simpson, it's you. Hello, Flanders. Oh, my, what a little mess we've got here. Well, which ones are yours
1: and which ones are mine? Well, let's see. Oh, this one's mine. Uh, this one's mine. <laughs> this one's mine. And uh, they're, they're all yours.
3: Hey, Mr. Simpson, you dropped your pork chop.
1: Give me that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's so basic in terms of the Simpsons, yet it is so light years ahead of anything on television. And yeah. I, I, I don't... I... I don't know how this happened because I don't know how James L. Brooks. I know it's James L. Brooks, and I know it's mm-hmm. it, he. I know he's the major ingredient, and I know Matt Groening and Sam Simon are also major ingredients in this. But this this shouldn't have existed. This was instantly uh, a, a, a lightning uh, a lightning rod for controversy, and it, like in the same way Roseanne was, but like The Simpsons could get away with fucking murder in a way that I think Family Guy still does. Family Guy gets away mm-hmm. with. Everything yeah. we would normally complain about because they're animated. And I, I, that's, that's what I think. Like we don't consider them real people and we don't have, what are people? No one's emulating a cartoon. Relax. That's not really happening. Uh, but The Simpsons changed fucking everything. And this only exists because it was so expensive. This is the seventh episode of the series. And it ran, it ran so over budget and got so delayed that they had to masquerade this as the pilot. So when you see this, it opens up with the Simpsons Christmas special. You know the Tracy Ullman people. I'd never seen the Tracy Ullman show before. I did not know who these people were. And, I, and I, this is the only thing I'm going to say about it. I can't tell you the excitement. Like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm cracking up. My sister's cracking up. Mom, she's terrible taste. Uh, but Dad's cracking up. And then, like, in the break... I, th- I think it happened when they re-ran it. And it's like, do you like this? A new show premieres in January based on all these characters. What? Oh, my God. So every day I was there taping The Simpsons and watching. I, I There was a period of my life where I watched The Simpsons every day. So I tape it and I watch it seven times. And uh, that, well, that's how little, there. especially if you didn't have cable, yeah. there was very little to watch. And like most of it was reruns of stuff that was less funny. Mm-hmm. And The Simpsons changed Fucking everything, and they did it, which is beautiful, and uh, and I love animated. I, I I wrote about that somewhere, but like uh, Christmas is always kind of a, a what do you call it? A backdoor pilot for all animated adaptations. Every a lot of things. Seriously, we'll get uh, either their last episode or first episode in regards to Christmas. Huh. Uh, they'll get Christmas specials and I think that's that's partially because of The Simpsons. It's a lot because of Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, this in, in this episode. I don't know. It's still good. It's still really good. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of the first season of The Simpsons that's not great. I think this is really good, especially in regards to uh, television Christmas specials and episodes. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I I hate to bitch at full house, but, like, this is the polar opposite. The the eight-year-old gets a tattoo. They spend all their money (laughs) removing it, and it's just this cynical, mean, sad Christmas the whole time until they get a dog. From the dog tracks Aww. that that sucks so much Man. at running, and uh, there's so many of my favorite lines that ah forget it, let's go. Why is there a birdhouse? It's it you inter- are, and that's that's why. By the way, when you watch this, mm-hmm. you are introduced to like um, I think. I think I counted like 23 Simpsons characters because it is the seventh episode.
3: Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. They were all
0: introduced late. Mr. Burns, Millhouse, Patty yep. and Selma. They'd all been introduced yep. before in the production order.
3: Cause generally you don't introduce all those mm-hmm. side characters who you know, aren't. I Milhouse mean, is in introduced episode. in a Burger
0: King, a com- Butterfinger commercial. <laughs> For,
3: Man, I miss better yeah. Uh Yeah, so maybe that is also part of the appeal, though. Mm. Like, you don't have to, and everyone skips the pilot when you do a rewatch because yeah. you don't want to have to mm. go through all of that introduction, exposition. This is this family, da da da. Ugh, boring. Bart but- Gets an
0: F is the, the, the episode that premiered in mid January mm-hmm. as the premiere, and it's a much worse episode. And mm-hmm. it's very piloting. Right. And, and this, mm. as a result, isn't, and maybe that's because I watch this over and over again. Until that came out, because again, there's no streaming. I th- like I'm saying I taped it because like most people don't tape things they'd never seen before, mm-hmm. but I did, and I I feel like I got like at the time I thought I got really lucky because every time shit on TV mm-hmm. sucks, I can always pop in this Simpsons thing over Christmas when I'm not in school, um, and when I'm ah. not, I don't know. So I. I, I I don't know. You know my relationship with The yeah. Simpsons. Talking Simpsons. I'm on the first like eight seasons of that show. Uh, I love this show. Yeah. Very well, good. I
2: think I the part of the reason I remember my mom going, oh, so clearly is because it's like it's a nice encapsulation of like all of society at that moment. Mm-hmm. My mom, by the way, loves Simpsons in- still. We awesome. we'd all watch it on Sundays. Um, but because it was animated and I this little kid wanted to watch it. She thought, well, it's just a normal Christmas special. It's just going to be like Charlie Brown or just any other thing because it's animated. Mm -hmm. And then we're watching it. And I already know because I've been watching Tracy Ullman because I'm a weird kid. And
0: then you love psychological comedy.
2: Yeah. A kid getting a tattoo. Uh, Let's. Go to the dog track. Hopefully that will turn Christmas around. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff. So, hey, kid, let's let's all look at all the, ta- the the discarded tickets in the parking lot for Christmas.
0: And the so, the self-awareness so of, of Bart, like, I've watched every Christmas special there is. Uh, miracles happen to Charlie yeah. Brown, the Smurfs, and it's going to happen to us. And then it doesn't. He's like, yeah. TV has <laughs> 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 and for No,
2: Obviously, you put all your money on Santa's little helper to mm-hmm. fix Christmas. Mm-hmm. And no, because he's, he's a terrible, terrible dog. So, no. And I love. And he's still around thirty years something later. Thirty, 30 years, years later,
0: voice of Frank Welker barking away. And uh, and a personal note for me, Sarah might not know this because I do still say this. I've said it for thirty years. I'd never heard of the name Daria before. So when Barney Gumble is introduced, by the way, like all the colors are wrong. Moe's Tavern is wrong. Barney mm-hmm. Gumbel's hair is the same colors as skin. Uh, he. Told him to to bet on Whirlwind, and they're looking around for a Whirlwind ticket because they lost all their money on Santa's. And Barney uh, Barney Gumble says this.
1: Sorry,
2: Dad. Hey, hey, Simpson! What
0: I tell you, Whirlwind, uh, let's go, diarrhea. So I thought his prostitute's name was diarrhea, <laughs> and I that's right. I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. So to this day, I still say, "Let's roll, diarrhea," even though that is <laughs> like that is like one-third of the words he actually says. <laughs> yep,
3: but he <laughs> says it whenever we get in the car, yes. and I finally made him explain it to me. Let's
0: roll diarrhea. <laughs> yep. uh, but he, It sounds like diarrhea. Look, that's one more time.
3: Well,
2: one. Uh, Let's go, diarrhea. Okay, yeah. Right, I you hear, hear diarrhea now? I can hear it now. <laughs> okay, I can hear it.
0: I <laughs> thought this was... The, so, in addition to all that other stuff, like the uh, self-reflection, the pop culture awareness, I thought this was the most dirty show I'd ever seen, and I was Right, but in the wrong way, mm-hmm. and and, and the, the, like it would take months for the president to single out how this show is bad, which means yep. this is going to last for a long time. And uh, god damn it, The Simpsons, yeah,
2: just like Two live Crew did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, Uncle Luke's still around, uh, but shit, I can't talk. There's plenty of places you can hear me talk about uh, that that show. And again, we're, there's no video games. We'll talk more in depth about video game releases on Patreon.com/slash later time, where you may be able to you can find a simpsons movie commentary and some other simpsons commentary and then
2: on top of everything else that this being so like new and strange and subversive and and weird and all that the idea that it's the longest running show of all time
0: written show yeah
2: yeah i mean besides the news and hallmark hall of fame we've established hallmark hall of fame is older than god uh yeah that this is like the longest running sitcom of all time
1: yep close
2: my fucking mind it's expensive it's hard to do comedy over a long period of time they peaked like 20 years ago
0: (laughs) and and they had how
2: is this still on and i still watch it i am going to watch it to the bitter fucking end
0: that 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 thanksgiving of horror episode this year was great it was really good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah uh, the simpsons still has its amazing pop culture moments and i just i can't get over I know Matt Groening is part of the secret sauce, but like James L. Brooks was the heavy that like kept it on the air because it was very expensive. And I, what I love talking about, if you're my age, they didn't write about the Simpsons anywhere for seven years without mentioning the Flintstones. Hmm. You have not heard that in 20 mm-hmm. years because that was the only thing anybody had to compare it to. Cause it was very expensive to mount a primetime animated show that looked good. And it did. It's, it Technically the old episodes, the Simpsons look better. They look more expensive. Uh, the the camera does all this weird shit hmm. in the old episodes. And uh, it, it looks really good and it took them a long time to make and it was super expensive. And I don't think the ratings bore that out, but like the amount of people who ended up learning about the Fox Network through the Simpsons mm-hmm. is why we still have it. And and yeah. they can... it
2: took them a while, but the rate it took them a couple seasons, but then they were one of the top shows on TV.
0: And they're still routinely yeah. in the top fifty. And it all started with this, like, and I just, I just find that bizarre. I don't know of any other shows we still have that were introduced as special. Um, and again, it's mm. it's fake, and it's question. not real. But like, when you watch this episode to this day, there's a, there's a title card. There's no, da, 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 that doesn't exist.
1: Kirby
3: enthusiasm.
0: It's Kirby enthusiasm. I think that does count. That does. but it's not a Christmas special. Oh. Uh, but I, I love this, and it's, it's perfect Christmas entertainment, and I love that syndication and Fox like still kind of run it. Because it works. Mm-hmm. It works better than like half the first season episodes. It still mm-hmm. works today. Uh, watch it.
3: Well, this is this is one of the things that I realize is great about having a kid. Because The Simpsons is a black hole in my pop culture knowledge. Mm-hmm. I remember my parents wow. watching it. We definitely... I remember them taping it. We had VHS tapes so your of it. My parents were
0: watching it and you didn't give a shit.
3: Yeah. I know. I'm super weird. Wow. But... Half the talking
0: sh- times are me talking about like... Look like I don't get that, and then I look at my dad, and he's cracking up, and yeah. I'm like remember that. Try and figure out who Michael Dukakis is. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said with MST3K, when we talked about that, I think last mm-hmm. year we I was like, great, this is a good thing for me to show my stepson, and then I can watch it, and so I think we're gonna do this with him as well because. Mm-hmm. It's about time for him to learn about the Simpsons, Ooh. and it's about time for me to also learn about the Simpsons.
0: You'll, you'll yeah. So you that's will kind not, of like
3: one of my twenty twenty resolutions. Actually, is to, um, if not become a fan, at least mm, know enough about the Simpsons that I will, get stuff.
0: Nobody will hate this this episode mm-hmm. called "Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire." But I do encourage you to watch this and then go jump into the second season. Okay. And yes. When, definitely. Um. And 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 it's amazing. Yeah. How, how, how yeah. fast that show introduces 80 characters to you. And it's is so funny. And it's still, like, so fast. Yeah. So fucking fast. And uh, uh, I, I love this. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about more on video games. Patreon.com slash Later Time. We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. It's still number one in terms of music. December 13th to the 19th. We have uh, some new releases. A Night to Remember by Cyndi Lauper, which I can only assume is about WrestleMania. Uh, and no, it's hard... about the sinking of the Titanic Oh, oh goodness uh, <laughs>
2: No, it's not <laughs> and,
0: uh, <laughs> God damn it, Diana, don't do that to me I take your word as bomb uh, Hard volume by Rollins Band and we'll close out with uh, I Drove All Night by Cindy Lauper Not Celine Dion who most so, of my friends think wrote this song
3: Yeah, is this Who did did? Roy Cindy, yeah, Royal Because I've heard all the versions mm. And it's one of those Proto Men
0: Have a great version
3: Like mm. Like Hallelujah That it took me a while To get to the bottom of Wait, whose song is this really? Because everyone does a good version of
0: it It's a really, really excellent song It's a great
3: song, song. I love uh, And I love every version I've ever yep, heard of it It's too. really
0: it, it, that, That's how you know you have a great song Yeah,
1: yeah
3: For uh, real But
0: stay tuned people Because uh, like, we are not even close to done 1999 is going to get even crazier I'm Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Brian McKnight. Oh, my Brian goodness. Knight. I am oh. a flutter. <laughs> oh, my God. Brian McKnight. He has caused more individual orgasms than there are Pokemon. Uh, Bri- <laughs> Brian McKnight is back on the charts, of course, uh, with Back at One.
3: Even though he's number two. He just got transported to High School
0: Dance. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Smooth by Santana. It's the perfect song for Christmas. It's just. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, welcome to 1999, December 13th to the 19th everyone We're 30, 2010 I'm saying that like you just tuned in on the radio dial uh, New releases this week in terms of music Still I Rise, a posthumous album by Tupac and Outlaw mm. Yeah,
2: coming a week after the yeah. posthumous Figgy album still, still fighting Still at each yeah. other, you know? Still
0: going at one another Come on guys uh, And also we have Speak Kindly of Your Volunteer Fire Department By uh, Robert Pollard and Doug Gill uh, Any Who? Doug Gillard.
1: Who are these people?
3: I don't know. Just I was
0: hoping Diana would come <laughs> in here, but I feel like she's yeah. going to let me hang in the wind.
3: Yeah, are they? Nope. Are these just music people? Yes. Oh.
0: <laughs> and, and songs With from some... the last century by George Michael. Remember who didn't wham again? You next time uh, you're talking shit about a Laser Time Network. We didn't do that. To you. It's Christmas. We mentioned George Michael. No wham. We're not. Oh, oh goodness! And Sarah's got a cold. She sneezes
1: all over the tits.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it happens every time. I have to. <laughs> I'm sitting in a hooded sweatshirt with the hood over my headphones. Over my head. I have a cold, y'all, and it's not good.
0: Oh, and a little bit of news to bring you into the, the perfect news to bring you into 1999. Uh, holy shit. Linda Hamilton and James Cameron divorce. America's oh. favorite couple.
2: Oh. oh, Karen is so dumb. Not just, oh, he's letting Linda Hamilton get away. Look, they were together like seven years, pretty much since T2, where he left his previous wife for Linda Hamilton. And they didn't get married until around when Titanic came out. And now they're getting divorced. And that's because around when he was filming Titanic, he started getting with Susie Amos, who's in that movie. So it's
0: like an Irish extra or some shit.
2: No, no, no. She's she's the granddaughter from Uh, the modern day uh. parts. And uh, yeah, so James Cameron is an idiot. If he hadn't made that legal, Linda Hamilton wouldn't have taken so much of his money. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Which, by the way, he didn't get from Titanic because he had to waive his back end. Uh, according to him, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, even he even had to waive a bunch of money. On even him. he yeah. says like, "Do do not cry for me," but like, no, I didn't get any money. From when Titanic. did
3: Catherine Bigelow come into the picture? The 80s. That was earlier. Oh, that was yeah. way earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And uh, who is that's the crazy? And I don't remember really what this other girl looks like. But she's like conventional young actress hot, whereas Catherine, Catherine, Linda Hamilton are like the hottest ladies yeah. of their age that exist. Yeah. I play as mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton when I load up Gears of War and sometimes just like, James Cameron, turn down that butt. Look at it, fire that gun. It just, oh, it's just so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unbelievable, yeah, James Cameron.
2: to their benefit, I guess James Cameron and Susie Amos, I believe, are still together. So mm,
0: That's nice. To their benefit. Took them a while. Let us pray. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, this I'm is- sure
2: we won't talk about him later on in the show. Probably not.
0: (laughs) This is so weird. Uh, This is not the animated version we talked about the other. This is a, a remake of The King and I. Yes. Starring Jodie Foster. But not Foster. a musical. Not a musical with Chow Yun-Fat and Jodie Foster.
1: Yet
3: again, what are you doing with these non-musical <laughs> musicals like The Phantom?
2: Come on. I, mean, I didn't
0: remember Bai Ling being in this, by the way. Yeah, well,
2: it's just yeah, it's a straight adaptation of the story, which has yeah, been adapted as musicals and not musicals. I feel like the the big selling point on this is we finally have an Asian. Look, everybody. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. good. We have an actual Asian. Now he's not Thai. He's Chinese, but we're close. Look, we're close. We're on the same continent.
0: A, yeah, yes. they're very
2: close. And, a thousand and the costumes miles. and setting are gorgeous. Uh, but it's just it's
0: Who, nobody it cares. I didn't know what this was. Like uh, I'd never heard of King and I, so uh, like yeah, didn't know. know, uh, I mm-hmm.
3: was very familiar with the King and I, but. As and I did not know it was not a musical, Mm -hmm. it still looked so boring that I was like, "Eh, I'm gonna pass on this one. (laughs) You
2: cannot shut the world out forever. Believe me, I've tried.
1: Every adventure begins with one true passion. This Saturday, at a special sneak preview, be the first to take the journey. Jodie Foster.
0: And Chao Yun Fat, Anna and the King, rated P- This looks so expensive. I know. <laughs> they, yeah. This looks because un- there's like a parade of elephants, and like, oh, great CG. Like, no, that was no. probably real. They really did that in Thailand with all no. those elephants. Oh, yeah, it's goodness. It's
2: really pretty. They shot it in Malaysia, and the costumes are gorgeous, and all the backgrounds are gorgeous, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of slow and meh. But um, very pretty. If you just want something soothing to watch, I guess you can just watch that.
0: Well, how about this? Because I haven't seen this, and I've always felt guilty about it ever since. Oh, especially the death of the star got terrible, oh, okay. terrible reviews. And I've seen I
2: hate this fucking movie. I've
0: Ooh. seen bits and pieces of it, and it's really bad yes. from what I've seen. Uh, that would there's no, there shouldn't be such a thing as a bad movie. Stephen Root in it. <laughs> He's the best thing. It's like a sign of quality. It means the yeah. Cohen Brothers made this. Probably uh, Haley Eisenberg, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy and Cru- uh, Oliver Platt, and Beth Devitz, uh, Sam Neill I think J. Johnson for Mister Show, and of course Robin Williams And the uh, Bicentennial Man.
1: How do you make a hanky dance? Put a little boogie in it. <laughs>
0: he has a manufacturer. He has a serial number. He shows
1: characteristics like creativity, curiosity, friendship. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, Andrew. He has a dream to become human. I believe in miracles!
0: Robin Williams. It works! Bicentennial Man. Look what I'm doing here. I am trying to make something of myself. Diana... What do I do? What do I do? Just
3: watch... Stay away. Just watch all the TNG episodes
2: that focus around Data.
0: (laughs) But but Brett Spiner's not dead. And I don't have a lot of Robin Williams stuff left to enjoy.
2: You have plenty of Robin Williams stuff to enjoy. You will not enjoy this. This will make you feel embarrassed for him. It is bad, and I hate it. I remember... I'm sure there's people out there who like it, and... There's a short. The original short story is by Isaac Asimov and Robert Silverberg, two sci-fi giants that I love. Mm. I'm sure it's fine as a story, but Chris Columbus got his grubby fucking hands on yeah. this, and Chris Columbus is the worst.
0: Kind of the worst. Really? In my opinion, yeah. Okay. Like I, I, I think he. If it weren't for how good Harry Potter was, he mm-hmm. would have broken it in the first two movies. Mm. It is an ugly, yeah. ugly film That's that true. is very literally a, a, adapted in. Thank God for Quarone, because he changed the fate of that franchise.
2: Well, when Chris Columbus is not working off of something that people know as well as Harry Potter and he's allowed Mm. to do whatever he wants, he makes everyone trillionaires uh, with (laughs) lots and lots of like, I don't know, they they always live in fancy houses, but it's not a comment on that. He thinks normal people live in mansions Mm. and go horseback riding during the day as just a normal thing that people do. Everyone owns a yacht, I guess. I don't know. So, this is about, uh, in the future, you can hire, like, a robot butler. So, they get this robot butler's Robin Williams in this sort of costume. And over time, he wants to become human. So, he gradually basically becomes human. Like, he starts getting human parts and human emotions. (sighs) (laughs) It's so bad. Because if you're going to have a movie where you're talking about, like, what is it to be human And no one ever uses the word soul or talks about God. Those are kind of important things for a lot of people. It's like, at what point does a machine deserve human rights and when does it become a human? Is it just programmed to feel emotions or is it really feeling them? What is the difference between that? Never comes up. Instead, we have fart jokes.
0: And Robin Williams is in two better movies about that. He's an AI
2: Mm -hmm. and a movie called Being Human. (laughs) I would rather watch Being Human and I didn't like that movie at all. I think it's hard to
3: especially see it through today's like lens when we're getting closer and closer to ai and these are like actual real questions we are probably going to have to start answering the next five years probably
0: even back then i remember like why would you design a robot that looked like robin williams like just take his chin down just take it down (laughs) (laughs) we can make him look like anything
3: yeah that's true (laughs) that's a good point make him taller
0: (laughs) why is he so hairy (laughs)
3: <laughs> well come on that you, is like you so
0: look like Princess Leia right now I cannot stop I'm <laughs> messing up their white hood on
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> thank <laughs> sorry, you for sorry. saying
3: Princess Leia <laughs> I,
0: what did you think I was gonna say well, when
3: you start talking about white hoods oh. it gets into bad territory
0: <laughs> um that's for the people in the room but Bicentennial Man is something I I remember seeing the poster for it and like I'm gonna love this and then I read the reviews and like they were scathing mm. <laughs> yeah it,
2: it's it, bad there's i don't know i mean maybe the point is like don't try to make it like a light-hearted sort of thing like there's every minute it seems like there's some sort of treacly piano music behind it it's like oh isn't this sweet this is a sweet moment where he's like falling in love with the granddaughter of the woman he was in love with before and you're like wait that's not a sweet moment this is weird (laughs) i don't like that
0: oh that's why if you're a robot find the hottest woman you can you want to make sure lineage holds up (laughs) if (laughs) you're i
2: just yeah you should that's a good idea to just watch a good couple of good Star Trek Next Generation episodes about Data and like evil Data or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. This wants to say something profound and, and also doesn't know what profound means.
0: Yeah. It's the wrong person to do that. I way.
2: feel like TNG.
3: Awful. Said more profound things about being a human when it explored the love between Data and his cat. Honestly, yes. right? I mean... And his the camaraderie lo- with Joe Piscopo. Loving a, pe- a pet <laughs> is like the a pretty fucking human thing to do.
0: Yeah. I say as someone who uh, has a hard time getting out of bed and my cat comes in like, Stop licking me! <laughs> You're the only person making any contact with me for 48 hours. Why am I kicking you out of bed? Yeah. Uh, oh, I love you, King. Ke- We're scared now. Mm. She's never not been on keep 33,000. out, Ke- uh Meow. Figaro. figaro. Yeah. Uh, But in terms of, uh, uh, I I think a much better movie. Oh, Uh, yeah. A
2: a vastly superior movie about belonging, finding your place, knowing who you are, and made for kids.
0: Yeah. I'm so
2: glad. Actually, is number one at the box office and not fucking Bicentennial Man, which is terrible. To
0: to me, this reminds me of uh, uh, Paddington, a holiday release we don't expect much Ah. from. We all sort of know what it is, and it's based on an old book. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Mm -hmm. if you saw Paddington, and most people did, like... Why is this perfect?
3: Right. <laughs> why,
0: why is this so good? Everything. Why am I, everything I hate right about now? movies, I don't hate about this. So how yeah. did that happen?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and 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 Stuart Little, I think, has a lot of that. And, yeah. Uh, Nathan Lane, Jonathan Lipnicki. Uh, oh, his head weighs eight pounds. Sure. And uh, Hugh Laurie, Gina Davis, and of course the voice of Michael J. Fox, Stuart Little. You're invited to meet the newest member of the
1: little family. Attention, everybody. This is Stuart. Hello, everyone. Are you all nuts? He's a mouse.
0: They introduced him into their world. Well, it's just about everybody except for uh,
1: Snowbell. Drop him right now. Spit
0: him right out. We do not eat family members. <laughs> they welcomed him into their lives.
2: Can you pass gravy he's not big enough to pass gas
0: and they made him a part of the family a mouse with a pet cat
2: (laughs) i am not your pet i can
1: rub your tummy i would you like to rub it from the inside but sometimes
0: finding a home is easier
1: i'm okay mom the movie is
0: delicious it is it Mm. is great
3: it looks Mm. like candy (laughs)
0: It's yeah. oh. why this doesn't run on Christmas as much as like Christmas Story uh-huh. is baffling. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's,
3: it it also mm-hmm. looks like a Raoul Dahl movie mm-hmm. a lot,
2: but you know, that's and okay. It is not, is it,
0: and I think it might have been the first time I saw Hugh Laurie.
2: Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think probably, probably a lot of Americans. True for me. Yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all were missing out. Um, Yeah. So, should I mention, co written by M. Night Shyamalan?
0: What? what? Did not know yep. this. Yep. Mm -mm.
2: yep that dude is full of surprises Uh, yeah not that's why the twist at the end is the mouse was cg (laughs) (laughs) he was dead the whole time oh my god uh yeah i mean only vaguely related to the book i mean it doesn't follow really the same story as the book um i think the sequel does more but um i always thought i was probably not gonna like it because every all all the marketing showed him like he's got a tiny skateboard he's awesome and i was like oh god this is gonna be like (laughs) He's extreme, and then I watch him like, oh my god, this is so charming and sweet.
0: It's 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 really wonderful, and and I think part of that, and we never discovered it until uh, too late, that Michael J. Fox is a really good voice actor because mm-hmm. people can yeah. do impressions. Ah, die. People do impressions of him because his voice is is imitable but inimitable, and um, he only got to be in that one Disney movie that no one remembers, Atlantis.
1: Oh, yes. I yes. And,
0: and, and Milo's Return. Yeah, I remember. I mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. I, I almost bought it on Blu-ray on on Black Friday. Yeah, I'll take both Atlantis movies for nine. What am I thinking? I got to eat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Stuart Little, like, yeah, like, uh, part of my problem with, like, CG-led movies is that they, they don't hold up, given the fact that, like, this is so well shot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I've seen it on... Yeah. TV, like it, 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 he's the only CG element in there other than like the cat moving its lips. But uh, I love little things in a big world. Oh, yeah, me too. stuff, mm-hmm. and this this works so well. Oh, do or little,
1: his
3: little tiny yep. clothes are so <laughs> cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and again, Paddington, by the way, I can't recommend enough. Yeah. It makes me, I want to cry just talking about it. Paddington rules, I think, one of the highest Rotten Tomato scores of all time. Yeah, I believe yeah. it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just sweet about you know family and acceptance and being supportive of each other and uh yeah not a lot else i can say about it except i did not even realize that um this led to an art discovery in this movie um there's a painting from the 20s was bought by the uh, set decorator God, no didn't realize it was a lost painting no. by uh, <laughs> a hungarian avant-garde artist robert Beremy. And an art historian was watching this on TV in 2009 with his kids, spotted the painting in the background, tracked it down, and it sold for 230,000 euros. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I love that story. Just a painting in the background that just in the living room to just be there like, wait a fucking second. Wow. Yeah. That's
3: so cool. That's great. That's why I buy all the weird art that I find at garage sales. Because, A, I feel bad for it. I feel like it's homeless and I need to give it a home. And, and also, you know really what it could be. If yeah. I
0: go through my text messages, I can show you a bunch of off-model Grinch and Snoopy shit Sarah <laughs> sends me. Like, it's nice that this old lady painted that by herself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming
0: over to her house to buy it.
3: <laughs> well, your loss.
0: It <laughs> was that one bowl. Anyway, 1999 television. Uh, One of the greatest episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that's ever existed.
3: I mean, I think some Ooh. might ar- argue that it's one of the best episodes of television.
0: It's so Whoa. good mm-hmm. and so funny.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, called Hush, written and directed, I believe, by Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. And uh, guest starring Doug Jones.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Jones! Of uh, course.
0: Yes. Abe Sapien, uh, The Creep. What do we call him From um, creature, the creature, I think. the creature, shape of water. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Maybe I'm being too influenced by Mallory O'Mara. Uh... <laughs>
0: but... Don't listen to her. She didn't remember that Fallini's girlfriend. That's one of the funniest things in the <laughs> we'll book, forgive... by the way. We'll forgive her for that. <laughs> I love her talking about Bambi's dear girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Anyways,
3: uh... Hush, yeah, by from the Hush, the Buffy the Vampire mm. episode. I didn't pull a clip for it from it because It's, it's all silent.
0: Uh, an enemy comes to town that removes the ability for the residents of Sunnydale to speak. Mm-hmm. And they have to sign and gesticulate and write on whiteboards yes. in order to communicate with one another.
3: And the bad guys are these very terrifying, tall, skeletal, slender men, basically.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like.
3: And the... Stug
2: Jones. See.
0: Yeah, and it's, well, it's like one of the perfect <laughs> examples of the Buffy format Mm -hmm. where it's like a, it's a singular episode or like you would call it, if it was the X-Files, the monster of the week, Mm -hmm. like it doesn't extend Mm -hmm. into the canon anywhere other than that. But it, uh, it's a great, simple television effect showcase and it is a great uh conceit mm-hmm. to give give the characters a massive challenge we have to corroborate without talking mm-hmm. and th- they do this so much in this show like things like that like i really really love them i do too it's it's I, I, it like not unlike the simpsons the first season is hard to get through because it looks so terrible mm-hmm. but every <laughs> episode is great it Yeah. It's a good show.
3: And this episode in particular is very frightening to me. It really stuck in my craw. And I remember like one time years ago, I was really sick. And you know, when you're kind of like slipping in and out of Mm -hmm. consciousness, when you're like really Mm -hmm. sick and you have a fever Mm -hmm. and those Slenderman guys, like I kept dreaming about them and it was, it, it, it's. The imagery of it and the idea of not being able to communicate Mm -hmm. really, really is a very frightening idea. And they really do it effectively.
0: I wish I could say if you've never seen an episode of Buffy, it's a really good one to just jump into – but, like, it's mm-hmm. funnier if you know how the characters relate to one. Um, yes.
3: Yeah, but no, I would agree with you. I mm-hmm. think it is one of the better ones. Wa- Just like...
0: It's, it's always up in the top ten episodes. Yeah. Always. Yeah. It's and
3: very similar to the Doctor Who episode with the angels covering their ooh. eyes. The name of that episode escapes me, but um, it's very similar to that in that way. the angels
0: covering their eyes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably not. Uh, um, those angels are so spooky. Yeah, exactly. And it's a perfect standalone episode.
0: Cool. And also, uh, uh, speaking of great Christmas specials, mm-hmm. uh, All of the Other Reindeer. I
3: love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is so cute. Um, the story, I think it's written, it's its based on a children's picture book, I believe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the story is that, uh, well, let's just play the promo. For From the hit book and
0: the creator of the yeah. system, Santa has lost a reindeer who will make do with all of the other reindeer. Did Santa just say Olive has the other reindeer? I'm Olive. I've got to get to the North Pole and pull that spray. In the dog, Drew Barrymore stars as Olive, the other reindeer. A new special Friday, December 17th
3: on Fox. It's good. So a little (laughs) twist on Santa getting sick because Rudolph gets sick. And uh, Olive is a dog who hears on the radio that Rudolph is sick. So Santa has to rely on all of the other reindeer. (laughs) And her name's Olive and she just assumes oh, my God, Santa has to rely on me, Olive. I'm the other reindeer. <laughs> and she embarks on a journey to go help Santa. Doesn't she, edit- doesn't
0: she meet Round John Virgin? <laughs> like, it's a character. <laughs> Round John Virgin is a truck driver, in this, in, I believe. <laughs>
3: Also, John Candy's nickname in high school.
1: <laughs> oh, <no.
3: laughs> that was really horrible, and I apologize. No, it was great. To everyone within the voice. A <laughs> decade hey, ago, you um.
0: Um,
3: Yeah, this is super, super adorable and it, it,
0: Like, uh, in terms of being an animation fan, like, I'd seen the book. Mm-hmm. This, that they made it uh, look like the book. Yeah,
3: the illustrations. The, it made
0: it look really 2D and 3D.
3: Yeah. Let it's... me talk about it like a ding dong, but it looks like they just, like... <laughs> Cut shapes and then made the shapes move. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like if you
0: took South Park characters but made like everything three D around them. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, mm. It's it's really neat. It looks mm-hmm. really. Good. I'm surprised it doesn't still get aired. It's it's really. Good. I'm a Christmas special expert. It's really good. It's you really can't
3: good. get a better endorsement than
0: yeah. that. And, and, but I can't find it anywhere. It, it doesn't it doesn't air much Bummer. anymore. No. Um, yeah, yeah. I had to had to. Had I
3: could to, I could barely, barely find it. a promo for it to had be honest. It. No.
2: For all
0: of, thank you. Not a lot of video game releases this week. Uh, Only one. We're so close to Christmas.
2: That's why music's not really coming out either.
0: But Japan is new to Christmas, (laughs) and and doesn't really care about that. So Mario Party Two is out in Japan, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think. I like the music more than I. And uh, yes, let us close out the show, uh, close out the segment with uh, "Mouse in the House" by Colby, o... Colby O'Donis. O'Donis.
3: Oh, very Irish name.
0: That's a very Irish. It sounds like an Irish god.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: such an
0: O'Donis. Uh, and <laughs> off the Stewart Little soundtrack, which is really great, mm-hmm. and we should, uh, we should, we have to recommend that again. Stay right there, people. Because 2009 still ahead.
2: internet and all the ships at sea it's time for diana's classic corner we look even further back in time this week to see if there's anything worth a watching and for the week of december 13th or 19th wow oh, we are i'm overwhelmed with things i can suggest here so uh let me knock out some of the mentions that well might as well get them out of the way uh, 50 years ago this week december 19th we saw the release of alfred hitchcock's worst movie topaz if you ever want to know did alfred hitchcock make make a movie that's like so bad it's unwatchable yes topaz fortunately he made a couple good ones after this so that's okay i just felt like mentioning that uh also the same day came out uh, kind of a hidden gem of a james bond movie on her Majesty's secret service the only one with george lazenby and you know bond fans tend to really like this one and everyone else kind of rolls their eyes if it were someone better than george lazenby it would probably be most people's favorite Uh, so I recommend it as a Bond fan Honor Majesty's Secret Service is uh, secretly really really good and then for recommendations I'm going to make a bunch because um, one of them is controversial Uh, later on this show we're going to be talking about something that could be the highest grossing movie of all time? we teased it at the beginning? question mark let me talk about the movie that actually adjusted for inflation is the highest grossing movie of all time. Because December 15, 1939, 80 years ago, this week saw the release of Gone with the Wind. For a four-hour movie, so that's two movies already, and it is grossed more than any other movie in history. I will recommend Gone with the Wind with a caveat. The movie is racist. Now, here's the weird thing. It wasn't as racist as it could have been. They actually took a lot of the racism out of the book when they made the movie. So at the time, it was considered not that racist, and now we would consider it pretty damn racist. Because, you know, they make slavery look not too bad, and the black characters are all so loyal to the white characters, even when they legally don't have to be anymore. But it's so big and sprawling, and the characters are actually, like, really interesting. Like, Scarlett O'Hara is a character I can't find anyone to compare her to, except for maybe Walter White. She is such an antihero, She's so terrible, but you still sympathize with her so much of the time. But, like I said, it's four hours, so if you want to break it up and watch it over two nights, there's a nice, clean intermission there. You can do that. If you've never seen it, I mean, you'll see references to it everywhere. So, you know, actually catch up with it. It is incredibly well-made. So, yeah, try, try to be in an 80-year-old mindset and realize, well, this could have been a lot, lot more racist. And if you don't want to deal with that, you want something a lot lighter... There's a double feature here, both from 1979, came out the same week. I can't believe they came out the same week, because this is too much fun as a double feature. Starting with uh, Steve Martin's The Jerk, and thematically going on to Peter Sellers' being there. I can't believe those came out the same week, because they're both stories about innocents, who are also kind of dim, and turn out to be kind of smart in their own weird way. One in a satirical way, and one in just a wackity schmackety way. And I love both those movies so much, so... Yeah, the jerk in being there from 1979, forty years old this week, and that's it for this week. Stay classic.
1: See my face in lights, on my name, my monkeys found down on Broadway.
0: am i listening to here other than alicia keys empire oh, state of mind part two
2: to the other empire state no. of mind
0: she wouldn't just let jay-z have it
2: more okay mm-hmm.
0: yeah made a part two and, and someday i've always wanted to do a laser time about sequel songs
3: <laughs> oh that's pretty good yeah, yeah. H- there's not, not that many
0: there's not that many and yeah. like i i did not know empire state of mind hi jay-z featuring alicia keys is still number one and alicia keys is like I'm not done, Jay. I'm not done. <laughs> I have
3: more vocal noodling to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, out this week at new releases: "Sex Therapy," the session by Robin Thicke. Man, he'll never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And- mm-hmm.
3: I actually kind of like this album. Yeah. Do you? Yeah.
0: Is this not the hey 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 song? No. No. No.
3: no. It's pretty good though. I mean, if you like that, it's like right. breathy man singing, which
2: sometimes I do.
0: I got hard when you said it, so I guess <laughs> I do. I, I'm learning new things about myself. <laughs>
2: Man, if you do sequel songs, I might not be allowed to be on it because I think I could talk about "It's Judy's Turn to Cry" like an hour and a half.
0: I really wanted to talk mostly about "Let's Twist Again, Baby," <laughs> like like uh. we did last summer, <laughs> and, and and Metallica's Unforgiven too. They're such a franchise. <laughs> yeah, we made it. Un- Unforgiven too? <laughs> like, how did you do that? No. Um, uh, and no, thi-
2: have you heard of it's? Uh, you've heard of uh, it's Judy's Turn to Cry? No, no. No, that's the sequel song to It's My Party. Oh. Yeah, the story continues. It's a saga now.
0: Huh. Okay. That's wonderful. I wish I did something so popular I could follow it up. <laughs> 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 said patreon.com slash yeah. Wow, that story and... was
2: really... Er, I like that song. What happened next? <laughs> <laughs> More crying, apparently. I've been
0: on the edge of my seat for years. <laughs> um, so have many people... Oh, did you hear about the Morgans?
3: Yeah, I did.
0: Did you see about the Morgans? I
3: did. Of course oh, did. no. Yeah. This is one of those examples of, I bet nobody else is going to watch this, so I'll check it out. Maybe we have a Correct. hidden gem. Welcome to
0: 2009, December
3: 13th and 19th. Brr, mm. Yeah, that's not a hidden gem. It is one of the more boring movies I've ever seen in my life. And it's got a great cast, which is very sad for me. Sam
0: Elliott. Mm -hmm. Mary Stone
1: Virgin.
2: Love Mm -hmm. her.
0: Elizabeth Moss.
2: Love her. Hugh Grant. Mm -hmm. I like him a lot.
0: SJP. Mr. Mrs. Vehicular Manslaughter, Sarah Jessica.
1: Oh man, that's
0: what we're (laughs) going with. Paul Morgan made a mistake.
1: I was so in love with you, but now I just want to see you suffer intense pain.
0: Ow! Most people would have given up. Would you like to go on a date with me? I will pay. But not Paul. I am more than willing to hurt myself. Oh, God in heaven, that hurt.
3: Agony.
1: Hugh Grant, Sarah Jessica Parker.
3: Paul, there's a bear behind you. Speak in a soft, monotone voice. Oh,
0: nice to meet you. Ah, no, Did you hear about the Morgans? Rated PG 13, December- <sighs> There's so many funny things in this trailer. I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. Ugh. Hugh Grant versus a bear, mm. dating a girl he hates. <laughs> why not date the bear? I hope yeah. they end up together.
3: Wait. They do. <sighs> but yeah, it's actually the story is that they were married and then they were, got separated because he cheated on her and then they were in the midst of possibly reconciling and they witness a mob murder and then they have to enter the witness protection program, which sends them out into Montana?
0: Could Hugh Grant just not mm? forget about it? <laughs> forget <laughs> about
3: <laughs> it. Forget about it. Get the hell out of here. <laughs>
0: Oh, I hope um, my ex-girlfriend is listening because that was hilarious. <laughs> uh,
3: and they are put into the care of one of the sexiest couples of all time, Mary Steenburgen and Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry yeah. is great, by mm-hmm. the way. I, I'm, I was much more invested in that couple than I was in the two sterile life forms of SJP and Hugh Grant.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're both people that, like, yes, they seem perfectly pleasant, but not... Very sexual.
0: No, I think I think when we talk about chemistry between two people, like does that exist between those two? No, they're the most two. Don't
1: see
3: no
0: offense to SJP. I think she's a very attractive woman, but like a very non-sexual person as is Hugh Grant, and like uh, I don't see it. Like if you tell me these people have been married for thirty years, like Mm -hmm. got it, (laughs) got it. But how do they rekindle a relationship? Mm.
1: Well,
3: they're two. People, two actors that are both perfectly wonderful looking mm. and seem to have very pleasant personalities, and mm. are also oddly formal all the time, even when they're not supposed yeah. to be being formal.
0: Right? Exactly. Who's going to tear down the other one's underwear? Neither of them yeah. ever. I know. It's just the right way that we yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> my, so um...
2: that was that was terrible. I, you know, I have grown on Hugh Grant so much over the years, though. Mm-hmm. Seeing the trailers for. Uh, oh, what's it called? There's another movie coming out with him from um, that guy who did the thing—the
0: Englishman uh, who, who went up a hill the, and, came and down, came down, down the down mountain.
2: Down. Why am I why am <laughs> I blanking his name? Uh, the guy in black and smokey barrels and snatch. Why am I, oh, I blanking on his name? Oh, uh, guy, guy, guy Ritchie. Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Thank you. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. <laughs> guy Bitchie. Bitch. That is the oldest so... thing
0: you've ever said. <laughs> Who's guy that uh, Fitchie? guy, Ritchie?
2: <laughs> the guy with the yeah. The guy.
0: guy Ritchie.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, seeing the trailer for the new Guy Ritchie movie and seeing Hugh Grant
0: it's finally
2: turning into Michael Caine, that he was always meant to turn into Michael Caine. You Michael saw it. Caine. God damn it, he doing you it. You
0: could have seen it in Cloud Atlas. It's all over the place.
2: That's true. I kind of want to see this movie with Mary Steenburgen and Sam Elliott being charming ranch owners who have a, these city jerks show up to their house. Why isn't it <laughs> about their characters? It's a better story.
0: True true and uh uh i don't even know what to say about this next film
2: okay so here's my question um which one is slower did you hear about Mm -hmm. the morgans or the road
3: (laughs) well i only read the book the road i did i read the book as well and i would still rather do that than watch did you hear about the morgans and
0: and and (laughs) i would put i would put the road movie a book i very much enjoyed Mm -hmm. and and, like would never read again
1: Mm because
0: it's Horrifying. Yeah. Uh yeah. and not not in like uh like Ooh, a bunch of crazy shit happens, but it's like it's uh, like I think if you were to put bleak in the dictionary mm-hmm. it should have a link <laughs> to the description of the road. Yeah. And yeah, it's one of the better adaptations I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. Uh Vigo Mortensen, Cody uh S- S- Smith McKee, Charlie Theron, Robert Duvall, and Guy Pierce. The incredibly post apocalyptic uh Road. Not ro-ad. a single
3: road joke in the whole movie. <laughs> in a moment.
0: Changed forever.
1: We'll not survive another hundred. But for one family, everything depends on reaching the coast. The real danger was yet to come. That boy looks hungry. You look at him, end will shoot you in the
0: head. <laughs> on November 25th comes the extraordinary journey. It's like it used to be when the son came out of a father's fight Get down! for his son's future.
1: You have to keep carrying the fire. What fire? Fire inside you. The road
0: where you are. If you ever. Played, and I know I'm not talking to the the ladies. I'm talking to, but the people listening. But uh, if you ever played the Walking Dead game, Mm -hmm. that to Mm -hmm. me was just the road. Like we're we're moving forward to nothing. The only thing we can encounter is more horror. Yeah. Uh, Like more more Mm -hmm. more more catastrophic compromises of survival. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and the road has a big one. It's so big, I don't want to ruin it Mm -hmm. because in the book, it like. I remember, like, I was sitting on a porch in a rented house in San Francisco overlooking the entire bay, and I almost threw the book over the rail. <laughs> um,
3: yeah. It is one of the more frustrating books that I'm glad I read, but, yeah. oh, man, mm-hmm. it's so bleak and so...
2: Yeah. You so
3: should I... read it, but it won't yeah, also.
2: I, I haven't. But uh, my husband has. He's read a whole bunch of Cormac McCarthy. And every time he does, he <laughs> tells me the worst parts of it. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I am absolutely never reading Blood Meridian. Uh, the road sounds like this is lighthearted for him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I have seen the movie. Uh, I thought it was beautifully made. And Viggo awesome. Morton's is spectacular in it. And all I could think about, though, was how we were talking about Zombieland a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like. That's a post apocalypse that's so fun and light. The frickin' electricity's still working. Everyone's having a great time. Mm-hmm. And it's like fast forward another couple of years mm. and yeah. here's where you are. Yeah. All the canned food yeah. is gone. There's some sort of ecological thing destroying the earth itself. So yeah, I mean, this whole movie should probably be called You Might As Well Kill Yourself. Right.
0: Right, it, it, and it's, it's like it's,
2: at what point do you just say, "Yeah, fuck this noise. Humanity is doomed. Screw it. I'm out."
0: It's a father and son pushing a shopping cart, usually along roads, mm-hmm. because everything else is impossible to put wheels on. Mm-hmm. It's yep. everything else is bad. The environment is that bad.
3: Everything is trying to kill you.
0: Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. it's. I, I've never seen a post-apocalyptic thing like. No, it's it's over. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. try and survive, you are in denial. There's no that it's over. promised
3: land. Mm-hmm. There's no like, oh, I heard they've got fresh water over here and da mm-hmm. da. No, they're just walking. They're yeah. just walking yeah. to their death. But uh,
2: I mean, that's part of the point is that Vigo Mortensen seems to have given up a while ago, but he can't actually give up because he has to protect his son. Right. right. If something happens to this and, and there's a couple times where something is about to happen, he's like, his plan is kill son first save him mm-hmm. the horrors and then he can die happy right well as happy as you can be yeah <laughs> it's be like
0: it's it's one of my favorite movies i can't watch again cuz it's so there's nothing fun about it but it's so good no it's really it is good
2: really good i i'm sure the book is better but to have some of the visuals of just how gray everything is the trees uh, have all died and everything is abandoned
0: my my memory uh, if my memory doesn't fail me like it is one of the best adaptations i've ever seen in my life like Mm -hmm. uh there's a it's mostly minimalist Mm non-movement and there's plenty of time in 90 minutes to put everything on the page in the book i don't remember anything in the book and the movie that i thought wasn't represented in the book and I, I've never, I can't really say that about anything. There's like, there's like one other movie that I forget right now that I could say that about. Um, so you can do one or the other, and but I'd recommend the movie just because it's a, it's a shorter bandaid to pull. That's page. true. That's a good and, point. Uh, it, it, but it's 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 so good. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's exceptionally good. When I'm watching the show Get Shorty, and I know most people aren't, <laughs> I feel like that's the movie they're talking about making when they talk about the wilderness. Because <laughs> uh, like that is the prestige. This is un. This is critic proof. It's excellent. It's. Uh, I think they're talking about The Road. Uh, it's it's wonderful. And every once in a while, like when I'm real hungover, I don't like sodas. Mm-hmm. I just think about like having a Coke while you're starving and, and how filling Cokes are. Cause yeah. I don't drink sodas partially because of how much, like, if you've ever been in a drive through and like hand you your soda first, and you drive to the next window, I'm like, I'm already full.
1: Yeah. Like, I,
0: I, and like, that's what, what, what it would be like to find an expired soda and mm. be in that, that's one of the high points of the film. <laughs> yep. That's one of the only moments of hope. A soda. Mm. You can drink this. It's expired. It's yep. a little syrupy. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they're like, oh, but the rest of the time is like they eat every other day, and it's like, oh, that barn might have some seeds on the floor. Mm-hmm.
0: Do we not? Do we not oh. want to ruin it? Well, because like I, I love no, The Walking work. Dead, and mm-hmm. they don't broach this, and no, I figured they would. Close. And yeah, uh, yeah so uh, a faction solution is is pretty horrifying. And I remember reading it in the book. I'm like. I don't know how you can put this on film and so like the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And they did it anyway. Yeah.
2: And yeah. They... <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, Beautifully. Well, they took one of the most horrifying things that I've heard about from the book, and they did not put that on screen. I mean, it's no real – I feel like it's no real spoiler to note. There's cannibalism going on. Yeah. And that is part of what they're trying to avoid. And I've heard that there's literal things with babies in the book that are so horrible they 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 do not show you that they do not try to gross you out they just make it this this ever looming presence of just like here's a bunch of blood on the ground and some drag marks
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's up to you to know who that or what that might have used to be mm-hmm. they just show you little a little enough that your brain fills in the the details without it being you know horror movie grotesque
0: well, that's the spoiler I was trying to avoid, but yes, they, I know. Yeah. And 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 they they talk about it in the book, and they talk about uh, it doesn't really happen on like I want to say on screen in the book, but that's mm-hmm. uh, they talk about they don't mention it until like the last third of the book, so uh-huh. it's it's a oh. it's really jarring. Uh, when you walk up upon the human farm and yeah. realize, oh, that's why he doesn't trust anyone, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the only people mm-hmm. left alive are eating people and agriculturally raising people. <laughs> mm. uh, and
2: yeah, they that that's a reveal later on in the movie, but they they're pretty upfront that it's like no. I think that this kid, if I don't defend this kid, this kid's easy pickings and they'll, he- they'll just eat him. Mm-hmm.
0: He's constantly looking for how many bullets in the gun he has. Like, I got to make sure I have one for yeah. the kid. I can't just take myself out. I got to take him out too. And so, like, it's yeah. so depressing and the the movie is so beautiful. Such a beautiful adaptation of the, the saddest thing I've ever seen in the world.
3: I can't think <laughs> of a better actor than Viggo Mortensen, Mortensen for this too. Yeah. I think I mean, that's honestly, all he wants
0: to do. Yeah. Like, uh, let me ask you one thing. Do I die in the end? Yes, <laughs> I'll do it. Sign me up. I'll do it. Am I naked getting, getting beat up? Yes, you are, Vigo. Yes, you are. Uh, like, Where
3: do I sign? I'll
0: do it. And <laughs> The Road, and I guess it's good counter programming for the number it one is. movie of
2: Very all Very strange counterpointing. <laughs>
0: Sigourney but really. Weaver. But not really, but sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of. I, I think in terms of this show, this is the, the movie that made the most money. Mm hmm. And, uh, well,
2: in terms of this show, this is the highest grossing movie we will ever get to cover.
0: i That's what I was saying. Because yeah.
2: this show will be over by the time we get to the movie that took this movie down.
0: All right. Knocked Diana, it to number two. She's putting in a finite date on this.
2: Okay. Do what she wants. guess it's so. Her show too. <laughs> uh,
0: she, she can end it when she I wants guess to.
3: she's envisioning a, the road situation also, is coming faster than we all thought. Okay.
2: <laughs> but we've also talked about the movie that this movie took down and mock, knocked to number two. Mm.
0: By the same filmmaker. Real? Okay. number one at the box office, Giovanni Rubisi, Michelle Rodriguez, which I don't remember at all. Um, the unforgettable Sam Worthington, which is a hashtag I've used twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, Zoe Saldana, Cheech Pounder. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's Avatar time. There is a world beyond imagination
1: should see your faces.
0: But to experience it...
1: Relax and let your mind go blank. It shouldn't be hard for you. You must become one of them. On December 18th comes a motion picture experience that will take you to a whole new dimension of adventure. Avatar. Outstanding. Ah! In 3D.
0: Rated PG-13. Avatar! Um... I should have watched this before we talked about it. But uh, I wanted to do a Monday Night Movie Forever with Sam, who took me to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Because of how much he liked it. We saw it twice in the theaters. and I don't, I, We didn't live in the same town. And we loved it and couldn't stop talking about it. And he did the same thing with me to, uh, to Fellowship of the Ring. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So like, to me, it's sort of the same experience. Me, me and one of my best friends of all time going to a movie like, Jesus, this is like nothing I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. And Avatar deserves that. Uh, I just think I think we're in a world right now that I don't disagree with even slightly uh, that hates billionaires and (laughs) uh, winners and Avatar won huge as an original property. And people don't want to understand that anymore. They just want to be like, like, like something that sells so many copies as an album, like becomes Pat. Becomes Mm -hmm. cliched and becomes something worth making fun of.
3: You think that's why people don't like
0: it? There's nothing technically wrong about Avatar at all.
3: Okay. But, I mean, you also just said that about the But,
0: like, I I think it's like, remember, remember, like, 10 years ago when, like, Dane Cook was huge and, like, fuck Dane Cook. And, like, don't listen to Dane Cook. Like, what do you care? Yeah. But the point was he was the highest selling this Mm -hmm. of this genre and people resented that. Mm-hmm. People resented okay. that like he represented that medium. And I so that I understand. Think,
2: so you think that the reason we have basically avatar backlash is it, it, people plenty of people have pointed out within a year everyone seemed to have forgotten about this even when it was the highest grossing film of all time. Everyone yeah. saw it, no one seemed to love it. Like a lot of people loved it and then stopped loving it really fast. You I think that's just because of its popularity. I think
0: that's bullshit that we need to talk about because Disney wouldn't allow you to stop talking about something. They would sell you merchandise, and there would be park shit. But this is Fox. This is a mm-hmm. botched studio. A studio that had to sell itself because like, it couldn't figure out how to make Aliens, Avatar, fucking uh, Die Hard, or Predator movies, which people just wanted more of, and they kept making terrible versions of that because mm-hmm. they couldn't figure <laughs> it out. And, and I don't think Avatar at all is a bad movie. I think we're all kind of mm-hmm. stunned. We were all under its spell. Whereas like, Mm. but, but Disney would spin that into something that would, and I'm not saying that positively. I'm saying like, we all suck and we're dumb. (laughs) We, we like, like Disney would have spun that into something that you would have talked about forever. Whereas Fox was like, oh, I guess that was a hit. That's crazy. And, and I think they didn't make as much money as they want because like, there was numerous distribution deals that like no studio was making a ton of money on avatar they were making mm-hmm. a little bit of a ton of money so like i don't mm-hmm. think they went to, like what movie makes this much money with the cliffhanger that you don't address in 10 years mm-hmm. how bad of a studio do you have to be the reason well, why we they, don't talk about like- this shit because this wasn't merchandise yeah. well it wasn't marketed well and it and there was no follow-up intended
2: yeah. Well I think part of the follow up problem is we're talking about James Cameron. He announced this right after Titanic mm-hmm. came out. I yeah. clearly remember yes. in late ninety yeah. seven, early ninety eight, him saying, My next project is called Avatar. It's about someone going to an alien world and I'm not making it until the technology is, is ready. There. Right.
0: And and, and like in uh he he he, he said Eden? that he said that about uh Alita Battle Angel mm-hmm. and that uh-huh. came out and that's really good, by the way. I, I love that movie. I think it's pretty good. Uh, and he announced Dark Angel, the Jessica Alba show. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was supposed to be a movie, but uh, but he he wasn't wrong in like in the things he pioneered in Avatar are things we enjoy every day in movies that make movies better
2: like technical yeah techniques and yeah. stuff oh, yeah. like that the, the motion mm-hmm. capture okay, that's stuff fine yes was a lot of stuff was pioneered on avatars but the, the facial I, motion capture stuff
0: i i enjoyed it so much i have never watched it out of a movie theater and that's why i'm putting sam throwing sam under the bus because like i want us to do that again and watch it again and see <laughs> how it holds up
3: s- skeptical look that mm. You just said I love this movie so much in the theater that I haven't <laughs> seen it in ten years.
0: There was a couple yeah. things in the theater that we saw in three D that uh-huh. like I'd never seen a movie being worthwhile in three D, uh-huh. but like this did a bunch yeah. of cool three D things yeah. that I don't think you could recreate mm-hmm. in a home video format.
2: So no, then you it's, can't. So you, I've, I've so,
3: seen this both ways. Well, then what you're talking about is a ride, not a movie. Fine. Fine. Nice. Fine Martin
0: Scorsese. You get
3: him, Scorsese. <laughs> oh. I mean, no, and I'm not like that Scorsese snob talk or whatever. Like, I'm not into that. But I mean, when you're talking about like this movie can only be enjoyed when you're watching it in 3D, no. in IMAX, like That wasn't what I was saying. What were you saying? Just that wasn't now? what I was saying. What uh, were you saying just now?
0: I was saying that a lot of like, uh, like a lot of the film criticism that I understand and appreciate mm-hmm.
1: uh
0: comes from like it's on the nose unobtainium, but it it ultimately mm-hmm. is a story of people uh fending off their exploiters mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: that will not die that will not no. that will not that will not disappear that will not be uh, irrelevant in another ten years that's true it will be just as yeah. fun now as it was then even though they call it unobtainium
2: i mean <laughs> yeah come on
0: but it's, a, it's i a, love that I'll, a,
2: I'll be honest i love that because scientists use that term for it's like well if we could travel faster than light then our ship would be have to be made out of question marks So they call that unobtainium,
0: unobtainium. and it like in like as a big fan of rick and morty who's like who's this <laughs> alien species the floopy dupes like it doesn't matter what they're called like we'll just call them whatever we want it doesn't matter like you understand what the the overall goal of this story is and i i know i feel like i'm about to get assassinated by like relegating rick and morty with avatar like Mm -hmm. that really does put me on like an assassination list uh but but i don't think this but i don't know and i want to i want i want to go back and revisit it Uh your head has been tilted the whole time (laughs) what do you have to say
3: because you're i did not enjoy avatar while I was watching it, and immediately after I watched it, and then I didn't think about it for 10 years. And I think Mm -hmm. that is a lot of people's experience. I don't think that we're all these, like, hipster snobs that all this, we loved Avatar, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, we're like, what? That's too basic for us. Now we're going to retroactively shit on it. I think Mm -hmm. it was more people in my camp, which was, I got sold on the hype, Mm -hmm. I remember James Cameron announcing it as well. I remember him talking about it. I remember being like, "Oh my god, this is going to blow my mind." I'm so excited to see this, and then going in and being like, "There should have
0: been aspects of this movie that blew your mind."
3: Her egg, like that's how I felt about this. Like,
0: don't you dare egg the motion capture of this film,
3: Sam. You can t- we can talk about the technical parts of it a sure. thousand times over. That's fine. I'm not disputing any of that. But when you have your leading man is Sam Worthington, a man Unforgettable Pin- Sam Pinocchio before he was turned into a real boy, <laughs> 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 and a not compelling story in any way, and not because it's like it's a tale as old as time. Like you were saying, I, it's fucking
2: dances with wolves.
3: It's, it's been Pocahontas. On. It's like it's fine, and we can keep doing that story because I do think it resonates. It just wasn't well done—the story, the characters, Mm. the dialogue, the things that make it a movie and not a ride. I do
0: think there are certain things about it that are clunky, but like I could watch, like something like the Matrix or V for Vendetta. I know Mm -hmm. those Wachowski joints, and like feel the same thing. But like at the end of the movie, Mm -hmm. like I love the point of it, Mm -hmm. and I I love I love how they got there, and on on a technical level. We can't. You can't really throw this movie to the bus on a technical level. I'm not. I no no not you. I'm not saying you. Okay. But it, but like I don't that. But that, that's part of why like and then like and remember the reason we all saw this mm-hmm. is marketing. Yes. We the guy who made Terminator 2 and Titanic, the whole world saw this because of James Cameron. Right. And I understand why right. people are mad about that. I think that's part of it. Because mm. I because the whole time I saw this like this is never going to work. This is a bad idea. They shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. And then everyone saw it a lot. Right. <laughs> over and over the again. Because
3: marketing. Because we were like, oh my God. I don't think it was. Titanic seeing, guy?
0: Seeing a movie a lot is not the marketing. They're not really trying to get you to see it a second time. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people who did.
3: We're, okay. Hmm. And, and I don't know anyone besides this, you this and movie, my husband. But
0: this movie also like dovetails into YouTube culture. Mm-hmm. and uh YouTube reviewer, like in, in my opinion, like that's just from my perspective, mm. where people, and I love that, where people could start discussing film and how important and how bad it it is or isn't. And like, mm-hmm. that didn't, sorry, that didn't really exist two years ago. Like where people could like stand well, up and what? what?
2: Well, I mean, they could in text form.
0: No, but like, but like Roger Ebert doesn't, would mm-hmm. never address a film again after reviewing it. Whereas yeah, there are YouTube channels that yeah. could talk about this endlessly, and they did, and it, it was fascinating because, like, it was a phenomenon that took over us all, and we didn't. It didn't sit well with people for some reason. Wait a minute, hmm?
3: what phenomenon? The YouTube, Avatar YouTube people? No Avatar. Oh, oh okay.
0: It, it was like we all saw it. Yeah. We all sort of enjoyed it, and then a year later, it was like the opposite. Like, what did? Yeah. Uh, that movie's not good. Why didn't I go see it? And like, yeah, and like, it's lost yeah. the movie.
1: It,
3: it, it's, it we were it. sold a bill of goods that they ultimately didn't deliver on. It's pretty. It's technically yeah. wonderful. It's a Lisa yeah, Frank has, movie come to life. It's yeah. The colors it's are pretty, amazing. It's fine. I don't
1: know.
2: I don't It's, know. it's, it's I don't well know. made. It's well made, but like other James Cameron movies, the dialogue is terrible and it's really on the nose. But a
0: learning computer. There's,
2: there's so many sequences that are really good. Like, James Cameron had never done an aerial fight before. So the aerial fight looks really, really nice. But it comes after, like, a guy in a robot suit says, like, I'm Papa Dragon and we're going to bomb some Indians. <laughs> like, uh, okay. But I think James Cameron, we need to talk to him. We need to talk about him in the context of George Lucas. Because people feel, I think, kind of the same way about both of them. Mm-hmm. And they're very similar in that they're both guys who love technology first mm. and storytelling second. Mm.
0: I, I think and we no need to talk about him. Can
2: tell them no. Mm-hmm, we need to talk about mm-hmm. him
0: in terms of Robert Zemeckis.
2: Hmm.
0: Because that's what Robert okay. Zemeckis does. Uh, after Back to the Future, he kind of led his, his technological curiosity, led what he did after. And. Yeah. And I always find those movies fascinating, but, and I find Avatar fascinating. Mm-hmm. But but no no one with Zemeckis is like let's not never stop talking about Mars needs moms and how bad it is. Like <laughs> no one saw it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's but like Avatar is this thing that like there's some clunky bits about it, but mm-hmm. it's not terrible. It's like objectively not terrible. Yeah, it's, it's not, not
2: terrible. I think you're right about the hype though. It just we,
0: we don't understand why. It, why about it, it as why we should well, be think about talking it as, like, about it still, because it's not as special yeah. as we wanted it to be.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean think about it. Like I'm saying, like uh, George Lucas, how people felt about Phantom Menace. A lot of people were like, well, maybe the next one will fix it. And a lot of people <laughs> just loved it out the gate. They just trusted the man, loved it out the gate, and it didn't take them long. They gradually woke up to it like, wait a minute. I was so happy that, to see Star Wars back that it, I didn't notice this movie was no, no. bad. I, oh yeah, this movie's bad. I, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It's I, like, I, it's I, this is not a great not movie. Menace. It's it the, is no comparatively no because this movie is good, not great, mm-hmm. as opposed to being bad, not good.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But I
2: feel like it's it I'm is that same sort of backlash of like the hype is a bit over, and then you can sort of look back and go like, eh, I mean, it's fine.
0: I think, I, not like our president now, we don't like this being representative of the best we can do in film. In that I understand, mm. mm-hmm. but yeah. but it is because of what it achieved. And like, no matter what Endgame mm-hmm. makes according to inflation, this still made more than Endgame. It didn't make more than Gone with the Wind. It didn't make more than Star Wars. Everyone, calm down.
1: No. <laughs>
0: but it did make more than Endgame. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in a ten-year-old universe. Uh, and and I, I just I want to reevaluate it so bad, so bad. Because like, there there is a greater point here that doesn't exist in things like Endgame. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then, and like colonialism and fuck, like, there's a big point here that Mm -hmm. like all these fucking woke idiots who like hate everything. Like, dude, Avatar was like pushing that in your face, like, and Mm -hmm. then like made it mainstream. And why don't we talk about that more? Like Mm -hmm. in terms of what, what makes a movie important. Or nominated for Oscars or celebrated on Twitter. Avatar sort of did that.
3: But they didn't do it well.
0: I don't... I disagree with that.
3: (laughs) They did... I mean, the message was not presented in a... well. Like, I I, I, I get... I know what it is. When you say it's pushing it in your face, Mm -hmm. to me, that's by definition not getting your message across well. That's fair.
0: That's that's fair, but like... When you're like,
3: oh, I get it. But I... (laughs) So, That's, it's called it, unobtainium. Right. <laughs> you're right,
0: but it was also like, it was doing everything at the same time. It's pioneering yeah. technology. Right. Uh, it, it's doing something completely new. No one's ever been on screen. Mm-hmm. Allegedly setting up a universe that we'd want to revisit on occasion. And look, I've been to Disney World and been to that world and like, fuck, this does look really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have these memories of the movies, but this is, undeniably cool to see this represented again physically. Uh and it made me reevaluate like uh what if that was neat about it. Like everyone rides dragons. It's fucking awesome. And they have a a, a weirdo dick connection in their ass. Um <laughs> it's I'm hoping none of us watch this again, so we're not going to be able to talk I'm about pretty like
3: sure it was like a braid situation. No? A, no, yeah,
0: it's a it's fucking a high level USB device, and it's not even C because yeah. it's not you can't flip it upside down. Yeah, If like you fucking put your tail on a dragon's ass upside down, he's just going to be evil. And but but it, it, like I think the, the movie does the same way I talk about the, the Fast and the Furious movies, like mm-hmm. the, the, they don't always have had the best story, but like they they drive forward the medium of cinema and what they put on screen in terms In terms of budget and like holy shit i 've never seen that on screen before in my life mm-hmm. in that way that is such a cool mm. thing to do and, and and avatar totally did that, and I think we don 't appreciate it because it wasn 't followed up on and
1: mm-hmm.
0: because we we talk about the matrix in a different way mm-hmm. uh, because the the matrix didn 't pioneer much more than what it did in the first one right. and came out four mm-hmm. or five years later. And like, well, you didn't innovate as much as you did five years ago. We mm-hmm. saw this already. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and, and
2: Av- also had problem with story. and Yeah. Right. I think that's the problem
3: most people had with the Matrix sequels was that. I, 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 don't, I
0: just don't think Avatar has a, a – it, it's not a new story. And I understand no. that criticism of it. it. Not even close. But it, but it is a stories- new story told in a new it, – it's an old story told in a new way, which is effectively all movies are most of the time. And – and it deserves, it deserves, it, like, it may not deserve a shitload of credit. And I will never call it the best movie of all time uh, because mm-hmm. it made the money. Because, like, I really do think, if I have to be absolutely racist about it, uh, <laughs> Sarah Seisman. Please size do. Well, well, just like, I, 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 <laughs> think, I, I, think I think marketing works a little more overseas. Mm-hmm. And telling people this was the movie from the guy who made Titanic meant a lot more to, to Americans. I think they,
2: mm, they, I think it meant a lot to everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, he I, hadn't made a movie in, you know, 12 years. Yeah.
0: Titanic was a major success because of foreign territories. And I think telling people this is the guy who made Titanic meant a lot more. Than him. Because well, I didn't I mean, go any, see it week anything one. With,
2: anything with spectacle does very well overseas mm-hmm. because you don't have to translate it too much. And you can see the most expensive thing ever. You know, mm-hmm. it, in Tamilwood, they're not making $200 million effects showcases. That, Only we do that, baby.
0: And, you're, and you're, you're wincing at me, but that has a ton to do with it. This did so well because it did well abroad. Oh,
2: yeah. No, I know because that.
0: Because it's a, a showcase. It's a, it's a big spectacle.
3: I know that. And, but, I mean, Titanic, I don't think you can say the same thing about Titanic No, I think Titanic taught
0: everyone a lesson. That, like, it, it told a love story with a shitload of effects. Yeah. It told a very old story. Right. Like Avatar.
3: Right. So and, that tells you the problem with Avatar isn't the fact that it's an old story that nobody wants to hear it. Well, anymore. I don't think
0: I don't think I, I disliked it. I, I have never disliked a screening of Avatar that I've been in. And I've been in 3 in okay. theaters. Okay. And uh but maybe you have. Yes. And I mean I think that's that's, that's the weird the thing about The one I
3: went to, I disliked it during and after immediately. And then like <laughs> yeah, I said, not did not think about it for 10 years until now. Yeah. So
0: I love it. Like the the first Avatar trailer, I watch like three times a year.
3: Look, I am all for people loving what they love. I am not for being chastised for not loving a thing and being told. I'm Sorry, some hipster that the reason I don't like it is because I did, I didn't, I'm too. I think I'm too cool to like it. I did, but but, no, no, but, no, but no. I do think. Wait I do, a minute. We all know I'm not too cool to no, like things. No, no that has been borne out many times. I didn't.
0: I didn't mean to imply that uh, uh, for Christmases, girl. Uh, but 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 uh, it was more that like I think the universal backlash has a lot more to do with it being the successful thing that people don't want representing the medium. Than it does about it being a bad movie because it's not a bad movie, okay. never was a bad movie, will never be a bad movie. What I don't know <laughs> is that if it still holds up, I don't know that, and I want to find well, out. That's
2: part of what Patreon we're supposed to Com be Celestia. doing here, right? I we're didn't have time to watch a three and a half four. hour
0: movie, and I had like, I, and and it's also has a director's cut that's longer, <laughs> and and like, and the rumor is that Disney bought Fox not to like reun- reunify the X Men with the Avengers, but like they wanted. This one guaranteed one billion dollar property. That's what they wanted. They wanted Avatar. Yeah, they, they added were, on
3: right. to an entire park.
0: They had already started but that, right. that like this wasn't even a possibility buying Fox when they started doing
3: that. Right. Yeah. But they
0: wanted it all.
3: Avatar world. And they was-
0: think Avatar in and like
3: in production for a while. That's
0: the thing I, I think will be fascinating in a way that it might be depressing. Because mm-hmm. they might be right. Whether it's great or not, mm-hmm. we'll all go see it. And well, it'll make them a ton of money, and they'll mm-hmm. be right. And
2: I'm very curious to see how that goes uh, when we get Avatar 2, literally two years from now.
0: I would say- That's I, how
2: long it's going to take. I've always said, like,
0: um, as a Disney fan, like, please don't do this. Don't do this. Don't build this park. Don't buy this company. Don't make these movies. Don't do it. I, I don't think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it has franchise potential. I don't. Uh, no,
2: because nobody cares oh, about those characters. Does. But that's the problem is that it's been so long and this sort of weird backlash has already taken place where we're like, yeah, that was fine. I I mean, there was some, I guess you are right in that there is some backlash to something that's really popular. There's people who immediately don't like anything that's popular. Right. And then there's, there's people who hate people Taylor Swift who couldn't. Over name time. You. Did you
0: see the thing with? We talked about it last week. The Billie Eilish thing. She doesn't know who Van Halen is right. and like that. Ah, fuck Billie Eilish. She doesn't know shit. Like go fuck yourself. She's made more relevant music than Van Halen has in forty years. Go suck a dick. You don't know what you're talking about.
3: Right. And and okay. like am yeah. Glad we, we're revisiting. That. I know,
0: but like, but that, but that's part. That's part of the zeitgeist. Like people yeah. like hating the thing that did the. The best because like I, I do it with smooth all the time because i was so annoyed by it. of
3: course but we talked Bye. about smooth when it first came up. <laughs> it talked about how much we like that song i and never when said it comes that back on i still no, slap like it yes. i don't yes i
0: don't i hate it i hate well, it and i love all jokes about it that's and, okay
3: and like- that's okay but i don't know anyone <laughs> Talks about how much they love Avatar. Besides you, it's very fine. Where
0: people talk about smooth and Avatar in the same sentence, but they should do it all the time. Why did? Why haven't we won a Pulitzer? This is so unbelievable. Kitty is down here. She, she came down.
2: She heard all the shouts. I got something to say.
0: Uh, I just don't, I don't think Avatar. I, has, this
2: is the most emphatic anyone has been about Avatar, pro or con. I feel like we're on ever. crossfire right now.
0: I, I just, yeah. I, I think it's a very easy stance to take that this movie sucks because it did really well and we all saw it. We don't remember it very well, but we don't remember okay. it very well because the studio that shepherded it sucks and didn't want to be a studio anyway and sold all its shit to Disney. Okay. And, and it didn't. It,
3: I don't think that that is why people don't like it. I think that that's yeah. a reason that you think that people didn't like it. But I, do. I don't think that's true. I do. I, I think it's the think same reason true. people say
0: they don't like Taylor Swift and they no, don't I and disagree. they don't like Modern Family or anything else that's a Big Bang Theory things they've never seen, mm-hmm. they criticize as something like this is not worth my time. I Because people
3: I, do do that to
2: those things. You said do
0: do. I want to make sure <laughs> everyone heard that. Everyone heard that, sure. It's
2: true. I did say. I think that's true. I think that's true. I think that is, true. I think that is a minority of people who don't yeah. like this movie. I think the most people who don't really give a shit about this movie are people like us who, we saw it, we liked it okay.
0: I am a person and then we just walked away. who doesn't give a shit about this movie. Have I not? I uh, maybe have not said that.
2: No, you <laughs> have not, not made, made that, that clear at all. So uh, that, that's no, what I'm saying. You yeah. have been very emphatic yes. in your de- defense of this no, movie. I no, don't,
0: I don't like the idea that like the whole culture got behind something and uh, uh, thought it was worth watching, and because we all had a frame of reference for it, because we uh-huh. saw it, uh-huh. uh, because it's popular that we take it, it's, it I'm not saying, I don't, I don't want to say I don't like it, I just think it's an interesting phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. like the only things we've had since then are all sequels. All sequels. Mm-hmm. Nothing else has approached Avatar other than sequels. An original property that made this much money and this many people saw it is a fucking crazy thing that I would relish if it came back. Into the Hollywood system. Sure. I don't want to poo-poo that instantly. You said
3: poo-poo. Oh god, that's <laughs> <laughs> my
0: whole point. Uh, uh, oh god damn it! I I, I just I, I don't want to throw it on the bus. And I, I have I am not talking from an area of authority. I remember what I remember about watching the movie three times in theaters, and yeah. I had a great time. I've bought it three times on Blu-ray in different versions, and I've never heard any of my friends talk about it i've never heard any reviewers talk about it
3: you've bought it three times on blu-ray and you have never put that blu-ray into a player that's to a, watch it in your house that's a male
0: thing we need to talk about from 2010 <laughs> that like we're all over now we all don't buy movies we're never gonna watch that doesn't happen so much anymore
3: but i also think too the point that your point your your idea that this is just Probably something that's the movie. fun to shit on <laughs> because people don't yes. like like taylor swift that might be true if people were still making Avatar jokes, but nobody's right. talking about Avatar. Mm-hmm. People ben do at the Oscars. People do monologues on you know late night shows. Do monologues where no, Taylor I... Swift is the punchline every week. I and Billie Eilish is the punchline. She I don't think she counts because she's like brand I... new and it's, it's different. <laughs>
0: I, I talked about this on a, on a lot of laser t- uh, podcasts, especially like. This was pointed out five years after the movie came out, that it left no cultural footprint. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that has to do with A, James Cameron has to approve everything. It's why we don't have a fucking Blu-ray of True Lies, cause he has to approve the transfer and just is too busy. He's too busy spelunking and like dating actresses to like give us a HD version of true lies. Rude. Uh, right. And and, and that's mm-hmm. why we don't have a follow-up too. But it's also that Fox as a studio didn't sign him to demand he do that because mm-hmm. they suck. Because they make bad sequels. Well,
2: because, because he can dictate the terms. Because he's mm-hmm. James motherfucking camera. Mm-hmm. It doesn't excuse mm-hmm. I feel like, every sequel I feel like to Alien pause Predator. And,
0: and, oh, sorry.
2: Yeah. I feel No, I feel like we should pause this. I'll go watch Avatar. I'll go watch Avatar. Orga- organize our thoughts, maybe. Let's meet
0: back <laughs> because, here in, in four and a half hours.
2: You know what? I'm... <laughs> Are
3: you cool if I don't do that? And I, I just—I
0: want to do it with Sam because we, we got out of it and yeah. like we're like thirty-year-olds and yeah. we're fucking excited in a way that we haven't been since like Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And I don't want and like that memory is something I want to hold on to and and I like attached to. to the film. Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and like, but yes, I haven't revisited it, but I know the movie. Right. And and like like ah, this story isn't new, but like. Man, like Endgame had a story that was – that's like the only movie I've no seen story in a story is that's, new. that's not new.
3: It's all a person on a journey. A new story I've seen
0: <laughs> in a movie theater. Like everything else is like, yeah, we go, we go to watch trite cliches because we need certain things. Yes. And, and like an avatar is not coming from a bad place um it, it's it's fact it's like this anti-colonialist message uh that we all need more than ever
3: agree and, agree and and mm-hmm. like i
0: don't know what the sequels have in store and i'm bracing myself for terror because i don't trust james cameron to understand that either but he did make us the best sequel that's ever existed true t2 agree. no one expected anything of i 100% it's agree it's amazing uh, all right i'll shut up <laughs> Let's just go.
2: i'm i'm hearing what I'm hearing is that you're you don't like people's cynicism for things right. that they don't really know but are popular, and also you really cherish this memory of being excited in a theater, and yes. you're you're mad that people are shitting on that.
0: Yes, that's that's something you can't recreate. Like uh, the experience of me seeing Explorers, the mm-hmm. Joe Dante Flight of the Navigator rip off in the theater mm-hmm. is amazing. The movie's not amazing, but it's great, mm-hmm. uh, and like and I I'm absolutely okay with defending it. But, okay, but
2: but you realize those two things that I just talked about, that yes. is why you're feeling so emphatic about this, have nothing to do with the content of the movie whatsoever?
0: No, I, I will not say that at all, because you're talking about subjectivism. When you start talking about subjectivism for billions of people who saw this fucking movie, it means that billions of them have the same experience, and that we're all calling this movie terrible— even though, like, uh, like, like, a bunch of, like, people had, a re- like, so many, a, a bigger volume of people had a, a, a rewarding experience from this film. And, like. Yeah. And that it might be worthy of follow-ups. And it might have a bigger universe. I don't know, because James Cameron doesn't like to work very hard. Yeah. And- <laughs> He wants to take a decade off Look, in between films. He has a lot
3: of alimony that right. he has to pay out. He's gotta be looking for treasure in the bottom of Mariana's trench or whatever he's doing right now. Sorry,
0: but I, did, I don't mean to shit on anything you guys were saying. But like the idea that like this is the worst film ever, and, and like, and like that that makes it evocative of like uh, art failing everyone. Like, uh, or but like I don't I don't feel that way about Avatar. I'm not mad at Avatar. At Dude, all.
2: Did either of us no. call it the worst movie ever? No. If there are people out there who call it the worst movie ever, you haven't seen Family Fucking Business yes. or <laughs> My Centennial
0: Man or All About Steve or like or like or like a ton of other really bad movies. You don't know what bad movies that are. are.
3: Mean and like not you know mean to its characters
2: and and but I also have think, bad messages. But I also think this av- doesn't have Avatar. That. You my- go watch. Have you heard about the Borgans? You fucking yes. come back and to And then us. come back. So
0: my thesis, to my thesis ended here is that Avatar might be more special than the majority of people give it credit for in terms of both its story and as a subjectively – objectively as a film. And uh, I, I think we all dogpile it for the wrong reasons.
3: I guess what I'm saying is that I understand objectively for from technical mm-hmm. reasons why this is such a special, important, groundbreaking Groundbreaking, like genre-changing film. I definitely get that, and I don't disagree with it at all. I am perplexed by your insistence that we all Are get wrong. the same, like, emotional resonance from it. That you,
0: it's did. not, it's not you. It's just this, this, this movie is only brought up in a pejorative sense ever. Yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it's 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 brought especially when it's brought up with like a. Uh, what do you call that? Like a um um a smirk? Not a smirk, but like a like a, a what do you call it? Like a, a a big mob deception where we were all like uh, we all feel deceived. We're all duped. We're <laughs> all duped into watching this movie. And like that's not what this is. That's not what that was. Like it's not that bad. It's not even like close to bad. Uh, every Fast and the Furious movie is worse than that, and I'll defend it to the, my dying day. And and and. Fast and, and Avatar has something more important to say and mm-hmm. pioneered more important things, and it's just shit on. It's only shit on. It's never praised ever. And uh, and, and like in the reason we, and nobody talks about it like that. And it's, I find that bizarre because so many people saw it. The reason why we, Mm -hmm. the reason why people speculate every day about Star Wars, it's not big Star Wars fans, it's Mm -hmm. because they make content and know that most people stall. So no one ever does that for Avatar, even though everyone saw Avatar. So that's why I think it's weird. Like there's no defenders of this film. Like we have every day a hashtag for the Snyder cut of one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and we and we don't and we talk about Avatar like it's the worst thing ever. No, Justice League is way worse <laughs> than Avatar. Yep. And you are yep. begging for the five hour director's cut <laughs> of a terrible film.
3: I feel like that that's a bot that's trying to that's. Begging I don't know for what it. that is. It seems like the <laughs> Russians all over again.
0: <laughs> it like. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know what that bad movie needed another hour. But
2: like, what I, I think, always say. Like, so, yep. so, oh, the food here is terrible and such small portions. So I,
0: but like my again, uh, my minor thesis. I think the good part of humanity hates Avatar for how many people saw it and enjoyed it, and how special or not special they think it is. Uh, there's well, no, but I, I see, think your
2: arguments are at cross purposes, though, because you're saying everybody doesn't like this movie anymore and also everybody doesn't like it because it's popular so where yes. are the people but you're also saying that people are defending don't there have to Who? be pro avatar people i don't know but there aren't pro avatar people. i know
0: that's what's crazy about it that's what i think is fucking nuts there's no pro avatar people and that's bullshit right.
2: but so it's because i it talk at least popular?
0: once an episode about how good starship troopers is Avatar is at least one degree better than Starship Troopers. It has all the same shit in it. Yeah, and- I think
3: yeah. though. I think maybe what you're discounting is that um, ineffable quality that Starship Troopers and Fast and Furious has that just Avatar. Just you're talking about Denise
0: Richards, have. and I get that. And if, if she was in the movie, and yeah.
3: Casper be Van Dien. It- <laughs> <laughs> but no, there is an ineffable quality here. I don't know what here. I'm arguing
0: anymore. I know. <laughs> but- but I'm having I a ton tell. of fun. Right and I don't you know why too. you're so
2: angry. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, because I I don't think this uh, like I don't want to be the person. It's like it's like me defending like Michael Bloomberg, like like defending a no, billionaire.
3: no, it's like, not because yeah. you because Avatar did not implement a racist policy that put a lot of innocent people <laughs> in jail for no reason.
0: But it, but it feels like defending a billionaire when you defend Avatar. Yeah. So nobody does it. Yeah. But it's like. But I think if we let the dust settle on the last 10 years of film, you'd prefer more movies like Avatar.
3: That dust is very settled at
1: this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: okay? The dust is settled. It's kind of, you know, if you...
0: I think, I think I just, 10 years from now, you will be begging for a movie like Avatar. I think there you There will are. never be a... When Disney owns everything and they're never talking about like colonialism and like fucking uh, anti-environment shit, you will be... Begging for a movie like Avatar. Well, when Disney, maybe it's hamfisted.
3: When Disney owns everything, I think I will be begging for a stale can of Coke.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly. I mean, the full the full road. Here is the yeah. new Avatar out. Uh, yeah. uh, cannibals ate my kid's penis. Like like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Let's get him a big tall popcorn that. <sighs> like, the Hellscape. Like, <laughs> yeah um i'm done but but i want to i want to watch sent. it again with, no with,
2: <laughs> you're not i can tell you that. <laughs> i want to
0: watch it again i want to promote uh patreon.com slash later time i'm putting sam on the spot if he says no that's the only reason we won't do it oh come on yeah man. there it happened it oh happened. lord have
3: mercy yeah
0: the only reason sam's not on here every day is because he says no all the time <laughs> <laughs> uh there
2: he's busy i, I apologize know. for how unstructured this conversation was everybody
0: I apologize for being me. I never wanted this job. I don't know how I can still do it. I feel like a fraud every day, and I'm experimenting with medication. That should explain everything. Um,
3: I'm sorry for your speakers that you will have to replace for all the shouting that we've done in this
0: episode. Especially this segment. Kitty loves Avatar. We barely
2: said
0: what this movie's about.
2: <laughs> what
3: is it about? <laughs> it's but dances with question, wolves. Question. It's Fern Gully. It's
0: not Fern Gully. <laughs> it's Dances with Wolves. It's uh, it's Little Big Man. It's a bunch of like uh, white conqueror uh, motherfuckers who end up uh, uh falling over to the side of the people he's there to exploit. And yeah. those movies, I think, are usually good. And we always make fun of them and they always win awards and they get rewarded. And then we always make fun of them because there's a lot to make fun of uh, on, on a well, on a cultural and like a, on, a, on a filmic language and, and cultural level. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I do think I would like more movies like Avatar to okay. be successful than other movies uh-huh. we've seen be successful. Uh, and you should yeah. too. And it's not it's – not a I don't think it's a, ba- a bad a movie as people are – Give it credit, for, like give it credit for, and I can't really stand up to that because I haven't. I don't have another three and a half hours, so we want rewatch okay, it.
3: Well, first of all, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, I punching up is just something that happens. People right. punch up.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. no, no, I, I'm with you, but I don't think it, it's
3: better than punching down.
0: Um, yeah. Sometimes, but I, I don't think this is like the right kind of punching up because this is okay. a, at the end of the day, this is a story. It's a parable. It's a fairy tale, and it's yes. it, it, and its heart is in the right place. And and, and what whether... yeah, I think so.
3: I don't know. The I story mean, of Avatar? I feel like the story though is so poorly it's so ham fisted that I feel like mm. James Cameron wanted to show off his new toys and sure. it was like, let's make it this story. It mm. could have been any story, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: I think there's a in Pandora there's a, a, a neat world, not necessarily the name Pandora, which is a bad name for a world. And, <laughs> but,
2: yes. and a lot of other
0: things that have bad names, but like, uh, in terms of a realized world that didn't exist in comic books and some other, uh, medium, mm-hmm. we don't have that anymore. We just don't, it doesn't exist. Like everything we watch on screen, that's mm-hmm. a big elaborate world was established 50 years ago, all of it, mm-hmm. all of it. And like, and like Avatar's the newest thing we have and we hate it. And like that, that I find weird and, and it makes me want to come to the table for it. Because like it's it's one thing to see like your favorite story shown on screen, but like Avatar was a new story, and at the time everyone dug it. Now we don't. Strange. Uh, and I don't think it yeah. I don't I don't think it merits that. Please shut me up. Uh, I want to go home too. <laughs> we're recording this on a Friday. I used to have a life. <laughs> Oh, I'm well, so on. Well, that was
3: spirited. I hate you all. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs>
2: well, there's... I'm going to start an Avatar fan club now, just to spite everybody.
0: There you go. Not a fan club. It just I, I, the the, <laughs> the last thing I'll say about it. I feel like it's the most successful movie that like feels like it belongs in an underrated ca- category. Like people mm. hate this fucking film. It's not worth your hate. It really isn't.
3: I think it's no. perfectly rated.
0: Okay. That, that, that's the yep. there. That's the thesis. Uh, uh, SNL on TV, 2009, TV's the to the 19th. TV's this week. I uh, SNL presents a very Gilly Christmas. Sarah didn't want me to play the uh, the Blue State Christmas Stop Motion TV Funhouse. Because Gilly comes out and pretends it's going to be a Gilly special. And
3: I got excited because I'm the only person in the world who loves Gilly. And let me do a thesis Gilly. on that one.
0: Gilly. Say. Gilly. Say. <laughs> Uh, it was one of, uh, uh, but like uh, a blue state Christmas, I think it's a good sketch to seek out because it was before all, all this anger was happening. And Santa's like, I'm not going to red states anymore. <laughs> they don't appreciate anything and support gays. They don't get presents. And then Santa goes to New York to hang out with Moby and f- yeah. <laughs> and fucking Margaret Cho. <laughs> Uh In stop motion. It's all in stop motion. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's on the SNL episode with James Franco and Muse, a band we all cared about.
3: I still care about Muse. I, love I, I do too. Them.
0: They're still the, the band I, pa- I paid the most to see because I lived in yeah. San Francisco and I'd heard of them. It is a $80. very
3: expensive concert. Almost mm. everyone I've spoken to who has seen Muse is like, I can't believe how expensive it was. It was
0: great. They, but, have to, you know, they have to pay that one guy good. to come out to play trumpet for a second Nights Knights of Sidonia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh video games of 2009 as uh, but again we'll talk more about these video games the video game apocalypse guys uh on our patreon.com slash laser time get new shows all the time more uh elm street nightmare coming over there i know it's it's ending a little soon hey baby look at that konami classics nova something hey the simpsons arcade hit ios It's a lie. Don't buy it. Guitar hero. There we go. Speaking of Billie Eilish. Guitar hero Van Halen. Uh, I think our buddy Dan Amrick's tweets made it into a bunch of articles about this subject. Mm. Because, like, yeah, to be fair, Van Halen hasn't done anything Billie Eilish should care about in her lifetime. (laughs) And as one of the five players of guitar hero Van Halen. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, sorry. I thought that was funny. But you got to know Dan. All that shit is that. We'll talk way more about that. Patreon.com slash lasertime Time. Price of a burger and fries help us help your friends out uh keep us paid compensated all this stuff up to date we just had to fix a lot of stuff behind the scenes and it costs Mm -hmm. a lot of money and it is christmas and i know we're all struggling but uh stay patrons new episode coming soon bonus time to talk about some serious shit so how about that uh diana where can people find you
2: they can find me on the twitter at listening nerd L-E-C-I-N-E-N-E-R-D or follow the show at 302010podcast302010podcast
0: And with that, we got to figure out who died and who lived.
2: Oh, well, we'll get to the birthday boy, but deaths, we got a whole bunch of them after a couple mm-hmm. weeks of it being pretty quiet. Is 1989, it... we lost one of the best bad guys ever, Lee Van Cleef, who was only 64. Fuck.
0: Love that dude. Uh, Good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, and yeah. for a few dollars more, like, is he in that?
2: I don't remember. He's in Once Upon he, a... He time plays two different movie. characters no, in West the one Man With time. No Name trailer. Good, too. the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. He's in the other one. Yeah, he's in a bunch of them. And he's cool. Mm, I uh love then in that 2009, team. oh man, such a bummer. We lost Dan O'Bannon, who's only 63. Bah! That's uh, one of the writers on Alien.
0: Return of the Living Dead. Jennifer
2: Jones. Oh, Return of the Living Dead, too. One right. of the best movies um,
0: in the world. Return of the Living Dead.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Jones, who was a classic movie star in the 40s and 50s. She was 90. And televangelist Oral Roberts, who was 91. Uh, his name <laughs> is Oral. How could parents look at a baby mm. and say, I'm going to call him
0: baby, Oral? You could suck a mean dick. I'm going to call him Oral. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Better than his brother, Anal.
0: Oh. Anal Roberts? Please tell me that's available <laughs> for commenters. Uh, Anal Roberts. <laughs> oh my God. Please name somebody, name their pet Anal Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of someone like, Anal, time to come home. Anal! <laughs> An- An- <laughs> that's a naughty anal uh- <laughs> uh, So who, who To make up for this Are you ready for birthday quiz? Who, who be born yeah, for
2: Birthday quiz
0: Oh birthday is a doodly doo A ding dong doodly doodly ding dong do Oh a
1: birthday,
2: birthday Whew. Okay this is a fun one I learned so many interesting things about this guy He needs to write like 18 tell alls Born December 15th, 1949, turning 70 years old. His parents were teenagers, and he was born in Flat Creek, Missouri.
0: Well so so like his parents were like like during World War II were teenagers. Yeah. He, wow, alright.
3: Wait, is it Bruce 47th. Valanche? <laughs> no. <laughs> If time. I if I got it this time, right. I would be convinced I was a witch. Yes, honestly, <laughs> at that point, with the stupidest power ever.
0: <laughs> the worst power still, of all time. Yeah, I'm He's moderately still good. Me out with Bill
2: Nahi last week. Yes. That was nuts.
0: Yeah, I hate Sarah for that. All
2: right. Well, no, it was not Bruce Valanche, Though crazy fact number two, besides that his parents were teenagers, uh, he was roommates with Salminio. When Salminio was murdered outside their apartment.
0: Okay, wait. Keep going. I, I, I do know who this is.
2: Okay, I he was also world powerboat champion for a thousand mile race in 1988. He released the song Till I Loved You, a duet with then-girlfriend Barbara Streisand. Mm. Girlfriend. He also dated Sybil Shepherd, uh, super groupie Pamela DeBars, Patty Darbinville, and lived right by Hunter S. Thompson in Colorado. James Brolin. No, not a bad guess, though. Wait, but he, he does sing. They're still then
0: together. Then-girlfriend.
2: Well,
3: then-girlfriend, now wife.
0: Um,
2: ah, right.
0: So it's not... Uh, Barry Dean Stanton, because that's what Sarah was going to no. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Seventy, <laughs> is it? Oh, still alive?
3: Barry Manilow. No. Okay.
0: It's not Christopher Cross. Um, no. No.
2: It's not Michael uh, McDonald. No.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Yamo could be wrong. Okay. No.
2: Another creepy fact, though. He began living with his his third wife when she was fifteen and he was twenty three. Wait, his
3: third wife when he was twenty three? <laughs> yeah.
0: His parents had him as a teenager. Uh Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: No. She was thirteen.
0: Sarah 3027. She's not that old.
2: Um, um, just when, look that old. <laughs> maybe it'll help if I tell you uh after she turned 18, they got married, they got divorced, they reunited and had a daughter in nineteen eighty nine. Johnny Cash 30, and then they remarried and then divorced again.
0: Not Johnny Cash.
2: No. Don Johnson. He was over seventy. It oh, yeah. is Don Johnson. Oh my
0: god. Fuck her! Mm, mm. Oh! God, I love Don yeah. Johnson. Me what? Too.
2: Don, <laughs> he was great. Did you all notice, though, that Don Johnson is three days younger than Bill Nighy? <laughs> wow,
0: wow, Whoa.
3: wow. I just saw him in Knives Out, and mm-hmm. he's great. Yeah. Still got it. Yeah.
0: Which, which one would you nail? Uh, no offense. <laughs> no offense, Bill. Yeah. Uh, Don Johnson's yeah. still got I it. I love
2: that Don Johnson has come back as like a character actor. Me Usually a too. really racist one. You're but... just thinking of Django.
0: <laughs> Uh, which is I'm thinking
2: of Django I'm thinking of Watchmen he's not a great guy knives out either let's just put it that way (laughs) he's not a great guy knives out
0: he plays a really good white authority figure you want to see die uh and we'll talk more about one of these subjects on laser time with both of you Mm. laser time yeah uh patreon.com slash laser time is how we're supported we appreciate every single person who supports us uh again we've been doing this are we gonna head into our fifth year is this gonna happen are we agreed on this but no more after that, <laughs> unless the Patreon <laughs> goes up. Um, but uh, let's close out with uh, what song? Diana, Jesus, you do. I'm not going to fucking cue
2: Well, I mean, we sex could do therapy? Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic, but right. yeah, no, we got to bump them like Matt Damon and go with Sex Therapy by Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's got to give you sex therapy, girl.
0: <laughs> yeah. How did he not last longer with a last name like Thick? I, I could do sex songs all day long. <laughs> he's,
3: he's still around. <laughs> I mean, he comes from a long line of musicians, mainly his dad, who wrote every theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: too drunk to do a show, It means it's time to go. Have hey, have a happy holidays, everyone, um, and pay yeah, for, and uh, yes. I'll hopefully, try and do a Monday night movie. I don't know if I can convince Sam to do it, but I want to try because I want to watch Avatar in front of people and see if it's still. Uh, I promise.
2: See if you owe everyone an apology I might I'll take mine written
0: I might And that does happen sometimes in these live viewings But you were there, Diana, with Phantom Menace And it was just like, this is every bit as bad It validated everything Um, we thought about the film And I don't see Avatar doing that No, I was there for Attack
2: of of the Clones And uh, yeah, I pointed out things that seem to make it worse for everyone I think that's a a worse movie than
0: Phantom Menace Phantom Menace is a a bad movie But but Attack of the Clones is like uh, a, A poorly made movie Everything's bad in it. The structure, the acting, the effects, it's terrible. Yeah, Jar Jar's dumb, but that does not... <laughs> anyway, uh, please enjoy your reviewings for Rise of the Skywalker. Uh, we're done here. Love you. Let's close out with Robin Thick. Good night.
1: Just let me love you, right here. Girl, be scared of you. Give you sex,